This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. My enemies are many. My equals are none. They fear me like a force of nature, a dealer in thunder and death. I say, I am the Emperor. You're listening to the Emperor and the Emperor's Court. It's a celebration of mediocrity. All this energy calling me back where it comes from. It's such a crude attitude. It's back where it belongs. All the little kids growing up on the skids. Going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. Jumping Jean Jean Moon and James Dean. Going Cleveland Rocks, Cleveland Rocks. I just realized I missed the post coming into that. <laughs> it's been that kind of the weekend. Folks, you are listening to the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com. I am your host, Emperor, joined in studio by Lulu. Hey, y'all. And shortly, Varyar, I'd imagine any minute. Uh, Jay Cool called off again at the last minute, quote, due to circumstances beyond his control. So he will not be here this evening. He's on the list. But the rest of the original crew will be here answering your questions and pointing out your stupidity <laughs> and showing you uh, the entertainment that is listening to podcast radio. I'm a little under the weather, so bear with me. Not doing much better myself, but I'm here. Lamar says, countdown to the little one crashes the show. <laughs> he's, in, he's in the bathtub. <laughs> Hopefully. Uh, what's in the fourth chair and why are they naked? What? I don't know. Nobody's in the fourth chair. <laughs> I always say I'm going to drop an hour short and I never actually do. <coughs> what now? Well, I always say, you know, when we've got something going, going on or a bunch of people are sick or I'm sick, we always say we're going to broadcast a show an hour late or and an hour early and we never do. Mm-mm. Is that him? Jesus, you both sound dead. <laughs> I got to tell you, I've worked every single goddamn day this entire week, twice on Tuesday or Monday, twice on Thursday, and then Saturday. I haven't had a break. I've been very, very sick all week. Epic Lurker, Emp must retire for all the alpha. We'll get to that in a little second. Um, I so I started to feel better, and then the last week I felt worse. It, it's a lot of it is deprivation of sleep. It's not helping the cause at all, and I have nothing to really put my finger on it. It's just something that is keeping me awake, and I'm not entirely sure what it is. Eventually, your body will just shut down. At least that's what I've been told. Oh, that's good. Yeah, hopefully it'll just be you know that you fall asleep. Yeah, Grian, I I realized that after the fact. Yeah. 
So whatever. other than being now having the plague, Lulu, what did you do this weekend, <laughs> this past week? Um, not a whole bunch because I just felt terrible. Tuesday when I went home, I had a fever of 102. And as a result, I didn't do much the whole week. I uh, went to a couple appointments that I had, and that was about it. You know, Vyar, since you're going to be late, it wouldn't hurt you to stop off and get some cookies or something. Yep, he just walked in the door. Did he? Yep. Damn it. <laughs> you can send him back out. <laughs> nah, the show's already started. I just all of a sudden had a sweet tooth. Maybe I can raid my daughter's... Candy supply? Well, yeah, she's got Swedish fish up there. I should grab those. Do you want me to go get them? If they're up there, yes. All right, I'll go get them. Because I really like the much on those. Um, to somebody's point already, I, I, the cat's out of the bag. I posted on Twitter in the beginning of uh, uh, RivalCastMedia.com. I was invited into the Friends and Family and Influencers Alpha Test for the World of Warcraft Warlords of Draenor expansion. Um, I got the email on Wednesday. Last night for about an hour and a half, and today for about an hour and a half is all so far I've had a chance to kind of put into it. Uh, just right now, it is the Horde starting zone, and you are in, as the name implies, Draenor. Now, I really didn't pay much attention to the storyline past Warcraft 2. I kind of dabbled with it in Warcraft 3, and then when World of Warcraft came out, and they kind of pissed that entire thing down the drain, I haven't really cared since. But someone remind me. Wasn't Draenor destroyed at the end of World or World? I'm sorry, Warcraft Two, when you and the rest of the Shadow Moon Clan started jumping through portals because Draenor was being pulled apart. Yeah. He's out. Shit. Yeah, and it wasn't Varyar. So stop. Get Varyar. Get yeah, cookies or something. And this is an alternate history. Draenor was not destroyed. It might have been retconned. Of course. Well, why not? Everything else is. Umar says, I think if you go back in the history, it's going to say that Janora was not ripped apart by uh, the magics that open up all the different portals. I'm surprised they still haven't gone with the Emerald Dream as an expansion, or the Maelstrom, really. Um, Viper says, it was assumed that it was destroyed, but wasn't confirmed. Oh, isn't that convenient? Right. Well, that's the problem. <laughs> that's the problem I've had with Warcraft storyline, and that's why... I stopped caring. It's because they have have gone back and they have retconned so much. I don't even know where to start. It's like watch. It's like reading a uh, X Men comic book. They're all over the place. Yeah, Viper says the Emerald Dream became a book was skipped as an expansion. Uh, also, you pronounce it wrong. What Draenor is wrong? That's all I ever heard it pronounced as. Epic Lurker. After stay, bring, be about, being sentenced to prison, Garrosh escaped to the past. It is a different timeline. So, Draenor is how you... Okay. So, basically, they've kind of taken all that's happened in the past 15, 16 years. They just thrown they it out. They flushed it down the toilet, and now we're pulling a Star Trek where we're going in an alternate reality. <laughs> Whatever that they can do to milk a nickel. Well, and I think that's a bit of it. Um, I'm going to delve into this a little more once Voyeur gets here after stopping off for cookies and or donuts. <laughs> Ooh, donuts. Oh, yummy. But you know exactly for which I speak of. Mm -hmm. 
as IRC now degenerates into a grammar Nazi fight amongst how to spell and enunciate Dranor. Grind says, have a sit down with DTD and he'll explain it to you better than I can. He's been following more closely than I have. But see, I've never carried out the storyline for World of Warcraft. I'm not allowed to attack, I mean, I'm not allowed to communicate with the Alliance. I'm not allowed to attack them in certain zones. The PvP aspect was never really called in there, which kind of annoyed me. There are some new mechanics that I've come across that I find interesting in the way they've... I'm playing a mage, which is my primary character all the way through Cataclysm. I had a mage, I had a hunter, and then I kind of dabbled in a paladin a little bit. Uh, So far, there are no new um, classes that I've seen. Looks like Monk was the last one for Mists of Pandaria. Kilpath says he has a warrior in the Alpha. Now, it's my understanding, and I could be wrong, but the people who got into the Alpha test, which to me seems more like a beta than an Alpha. (coughs) Sorry, I'm still getting over this cold. Yeah, he's got a terrible cough, y'all, so just hang tight. That they gave, basically, they gave us uh, passes into this thing because we are, quote-unquote, influencers in the gaming community. So because those of us have a large following, whether it be on podcast or on Twitch TV or, or YouTube or what have you, they're... F- Damn it, now I got hiccups. <laughs> Talk a little. I don't even... <laughs> Hold your breath for a while. Holy moly. This show has already gone off the rails. Both of us sound like death warmed over, and now you can't even talk. That's... Okay, guys, what are you talking about? Welcome to the Emperor's Deathbed, friends and friends. <laughs> that's what it sounds like, or that's what it feels like sometimes, but no. He is still with us. Are they gone? <sighs> no. No. <laughs> and your hiccups hurt. Professional radio at its finest. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Anybody else have some uh, cures for the hiccups? Throw them out there. Ryan, hold your breath until you turn blue. <laughs> Failed. I'll <laughs> exhale as much as possible and then swallow. It cures the hiccups. Well, basically, it's a it's a spasm of your diaphragm, so you just have to get it to stop spasming. But so we scare him. Scare him? No, I. I <laughs> Sit-ups? <laughs> right. <laughs> Is that um, Faryar chiming in? Drink drink your drink. What is he, what is he Who saying? Who had June 8th on the death pool? <laughs> I've got hic- hiccups, you fuck. I'm not dying. You're not dying. You just can't speak. First thing you do is pound down a 12-pack of Great Lakes Ale. <gasps> As fast as you can. He can't drink alcohol, remember? It just makes him sick to his stomach, and it tastes like shit. Well, that makes him sick to my stomach, but it most certainly does not. What is pegging? I don't know. i got to say this little lethargic start to what was supposed (laughs) to be a very energetic (laughs) Emperor's Court. I did not work work today, but I did work yesterday, and that kind of drained it out of me. Yeah, well. And I get to cut my lawn today. I was kind of pissed. Yeah, but yesterday you went out for a nice meal somewhere, didn't you? <laughs> D-Warrior, they're repossessing all your baseball gloves. Did that scare you? 
Oh, thanks, Umar. We all gather here today for the celebration of life of our late emperor. Oh, you people. <laughs> A spoonful of meth. They gone? I hope so, because we need to get the show on the road. Yeah. I'll get to my week in a little while. I, I, there's been a lot going on here I need to bring up to speed on. The Alpha is just one of them, but probably the biggest story so far this weekend. Lulu, how has your week been? I, I already told you I was not doing a whole lot because I was sick as a dog. And, you know, Cullen is out of school and everything's great with that. And, you know. Did you not get something in the mail yesterday <gasps> that was I awesome? I did get something pretty awesome in the mail. Um, I got my custom glove. And it is gorgeous. My little pink and baby blue glove. You got yours, too. With white lacing, yes. She yes. got a, a Rico uh, gloves. Was nice enough to go ahead and make us up two custom gloves yep. designed by yours truly. Yep. Oh, and yep. there's the prince. Coming down to say Hi, goodnight. Hi, baby. Hi, uh, <laughs> I just lost my audio. You pulled out the jack. I can't hear a thing because the audio's out. Say hi. That helped? No, it doesn't. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Nope. God, that thing's fritzy, isn't it? Say hi. All the high-end tech we got in here, you'd think we would have figured this out by now. Say hi. He looks kind of tired. <laughs> but he's picking up all new words. He loves baseball. Loves hitting it. Loves playing it. Loves watching it. Now we're yanking cords out. <gasps> and he's down and running. <laughs> I want daddy. That's what he's. Oh, yep. He wants daddy. Uh, my opening monologue will be derailed once again. <laughs> All right. Come here, Prince. Oh, God. There you go, baby Napoleon. Say hi. So what's on your mind? What goes on in the mind of a 23-month-old child? Hey. It's never ending. He doesn't stop. He's learning everything. What kind of new words have you learned this week? What was it that you told me he learned? That's right, you tell them. Peak. Yeah, peak. Tell them they're not real people. <laughs> tell me they suck. Give us money. Put him up on the microphone. They can't hear him. Well, I got to lower the mic. He's kind of short. Okay, now he's <laughs> grabbing the pop shield. <laughs> Prince, can you say world domination? That's right, baby. He wants to know. That's right. World domination. Say daddy, daddy, daddy. He shook his head no. <laughs> oh, usually he leads that chant. Now he's just playing with the uh, different say uh, yo. buttons on the Can you say yo? mic stand. Say, oh, man. Uh, as I said, uh, unfortunately, Cleveland rapper Jay Cool was not able to be here. He had to call off, call off at the last second due to unforeseen <laughs> circumstances. So once again, he bailed on us. <laughs> Can you say death by hiccups? I want to thank the support of my loyal <laughs> fan base who have been advocating for my death for the past 15 minutes. Oh, Ryan. Which means a lot of them oh. probably have June 8th as their death pool for me. <laughs> and they want their money. A little bit longer. We don't have quite enough life insurance on him. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a few more weeks. Oh. Ryan. Say, Prince. Say, Yay! ladies, send us bra pictures. 
Hello. That's right, Mr. Williams on a third mic since we're waiting for yes, Varyar. Yes, we're to waiting arrive. for Varyar. Hopefully but he, has he to stop stopped. off for baked goods. <laughs> oh, for a second there, I thought you were going to say bacon. No. Well, that there could be bacon in the baked goods. We yes, don't know. Yes, we don't know. <laughs> Kilpath is dying by hiccups, count as suicide, since you are doing it to yourself. Oh, Interesting question. point. Hmm. That may be a problem we, when you try to get your health insurance. Yeah, there. yeah. Michael, say bacon. Bacon. No. Brian's <laughs> <laughs> talking to him, Mim. We do hear you quite often on the mic. I do quite enjoy when you sit in. Grind's Aww. the one that sucks up to all the women on the show. He likes me. He's lonely. Oh. He's probably got a bunch of cats. Hearth attacks? I think uh, you mean we, heart. We do have I hearth. did very well in Hearthstone today. We'll have you know. <laughs> we have a hearth upstairs. God, cool I don't things... think it's going to attack me, though. One of the well, cool things about... Go ahead. There was rain coming out of it once. That's, That's sort true. Of an attack. That's true. It did flood. <clears throat> yes, it did flood once. One of the cool things about the Alpha so far that I've noticed is that you have access to every single mount in the game, even the special ones that were only kind of like a one-time drop. All right. Well, IRC is certainly getting a kick out of the prince. It does seem nuclear at times. Yes. I've changed a few. It's not pretty. Whoa, 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 whoa. whoa, whoa. Kind of hard to get any traction on the show here. Whoa, 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 whoa. Can you say it? Whoa, whoa, whoa. Anyways, a few of us. <laughs> there's no yeah. gladiator mobs, correct. He yanked that pop shield right down, didn't he? <laughs> I used to collect a bunch of mobs back in the day. Oh, there's your bankers. Put it in. Plug inserted. It's mustache <laughs> plug. Yeah, it's the cutest thing ever. Now, the problem I'm having to overcome with the Alpha Test is the fact that I have not played since Cataclysm, and even that I kind of breezed through. I didn't really pay a whole lot of attention to it. I did not play Mists of Pandaria at all, so a lot of people have been asking, well, Amp, how is it that you got an Alpha invite? Because well, he's that damn good. I mean, uh, relatively speaking, I am. I am not the only one, however, and I've got buttons pressing and he's got windows opening. <laughs> Mystic Man, we may need to send him to bed. He's creating <laughs> havoc. Mick. Move, I want to see your binky. Anywho, uh, got a, I now play Mr. Pandaria, so I'm kind of relearning a few things. Putting the action bars, you know, the different specs they have now. You can specialize in Frost, Arcane, or Fire. And when you specialize in, in one of those, you lose some of your spells. Other ones become available, and they've kind of rolled other ones into... Like passive, um, you know, form. They're not always active. Um, you've got other ones that uh, kind of do one spell, do two or three things at once. I didn't blackmail anybody to get into the alpha. It's my understanding is this is how it happens. This is the Blizzard friends and family alpha invite. Don't However, this year they expanded expanded it into influencers in the gaming community. Basically. People with large followings of podcasts or Twitch TV or vlogs or YouTube channels who cover Blizzard games and gaming in general. Those people got the invite this year. I've never been invited to an alpha test for beta or for uh, Blizzard. I've gotten to most of their betas, never an alpha test. 
I will say this, that they seem to be expanding how many people get into this alpha awfully quickly. Um, is it previous contest winners? No, it's not. At least not that I know of. Although you are a previous contest winner. Yeah, Kill Passes, I know they did for Heroes of the Storm too. That's correct, because uh, Total Biscuit and Sinvicta really got into that for a couple weeks, and they were streaming all of that. But they want their, and I want to. I'm waiting for Vire to get here before I launch my theory into why it is that they are doing this on a company who has been really secretive in the way they've developed stuff in the past. Now all of a sudden they're letting open alphas like Heroes of the Storm and Warlords of Jador. This leads me to believe the games are probably more finished than you would normally see in an alpha. Sorry there, uh, Prince, but you need to. All right. The olive, because they want people to play well. Now, here's the thing, is that usually there's an NDA that says if you're in the alpha, you can't say anything, you can't take pictures, you can't stream. Well, they've waived all that. In fact, they're encouraging it on the alpha test forums and in the email that you get saying, hey, you feel free to put out whatever kind of content material you like that uh, goes out there to promote the game. Uh, so go ahead and take video, go ahead and stream, talk about it on just podcasts. Viper says it's not a secret. They are going to lose people using the old practice if they don't feed us information. But they've always fed you information. But bits and pieces. The way they do it now is the information comes from the player, not the company. Mm. They want people to play it on Twitch. Right, and I'm familiar with that, which is what everyone's doing, because people want to go ahead and watch and see it. I've broadcast it twice on Twitch um, to moderate success. I don't have a large advertising base for things like that, which is why I've never really done any kind of uh, of Twitch advertising. So Connie says Blizzard saves a ton on advertising. Well, that's correct, because they're getting the word out to their core player base. The people in their demographic, us, those of who are going to come back and continue to play the game. Now, there's a lot of us that after Cataclysm kind of said enough is enough, and we stopped. So we kind of skipped over the mists of Pandaria, uh, the Pandarans and the monks and what have you. Yeah, because you were, like, very down on Mists of Pandaria. You're like, I don't want to be a panda. I really didn't. (laughs) I didn't like the Chinese thing. I I didn't. (laughs) Shinzen says, I'm still not going to play WoW. Well, the other thing, too, is I was concerned since my account had elapsed some months ago, would I be able to go ahead and get into the alpha of the game? So I, you know, contacted one of their admins and said, hey, this is the case. I got the invite. Is there a way I can download the game without having to download all of World of Warcraft? They said, yeah. So there's a patch. You got it. You downloaded it. And you only download the expansion. And you play from there. Now, you still have access to the rest of the world. Uh, You can teleport. Being a mage, I can teleport back to the other major cities. And I don't know if there's any real reason for it yet because they start you off in the Horde starting zone of the new uh, expansion. As we're now trying to corral the prince who's now running around and trying to get into the wires. Well, you know he has a thing about buttons. Shinzon says, Blizzard's cash cow is running low. Killpath says, I had to download a 22-gig client. Yeah, it was about 23 and change. It was a large client. How long did it take you to 
get all this. Uh, I left it overnight to download. Oh, that's yeah, I just right. went you to bed. I just let it sit overnight. And, yeah, this is going to take a while. Yeah. Like Ryan says it was kind of like Kung Fu Panda and, and WoW. Yes, and we all know why they did that. They were trying to placate their Chinese base because they're the ones, by and large, who have stuck with them. Of course, they're playing, paying a lot less per month for, than the rest of us. But I guess they but have limited, more of them. <laughs> right. And there's limited times to how much they're actually allowed to play a day if memory serves. I think we did that story many times mm. some years ago that the government had actually limited how much time you were allowed to play on World of Warcraft or any other video game for that matter. Well, because they're getting involved with other nations and it's kind of free and they, they don't like that. I mean... Well, Epic, he says, if World of Warcraft is running low, then almost all MMOs would be dead already. Well, you know what? That's not too far out of the realm of possibility. As we've talked about this on the show ad nauseum is that the, the business model for games like this is radically changing. And what we're doing is we're going from a pay-to-play to free-to-play. And when you do that, the world is not going to be as large or as intricate as games we've had in the past. You just can't do that until you get the funding. I think that the model that we've seen over the last ten years for world of, I'm sorry for MMOs, which is you pay to play, you pay for the extra content, uh, the patches, you pay for the uh, top-notch servers, that kind of thing. I think that's kind of going the way of the dodo. Grind says, "Wait, WoW still has about seven million or so subscribers. Naming one other MMO that is that successful and has been going." Uh, for uh, nigh on 10 years now. and is it's only 10 years? You know, well, yeah, 2004, I think is when it came out. Okay. So I beta tested the original uh, WoW. Now, it's a very valid point, and Grind's correct, even as Blizzard starts to fall by the wayside. And you know what? For all the Blizzard bashing that goes on, I don't think it's through any fault of their own. The game is going on over 10 years. Yeah. Eventually, it does get stale. I mean, you can switch it around. You can only refresh it so much. Right. There's only so many mechanics you can put in there before it gets kind of aggravating and boring, which is why people fall out by the wayside all the time. Uh, your mama says it's because Wildstar has now dropped and Blizzard always releases something when another M major MMO gets going. Mm. And that's certainly that's possible. True. I don't know that Wildstar was big enough to make Blizzard prompt this to open up the alpha. But opening the elf up to you know a few hundred people in the hopes that they generate enough buzz to entertain millions, it's not just a, ma a matter of keeping those seven million subscribed players. It's also a matter of trying to suck back in the people who've already quit their account. People like me who stopped playing. Right, because you've just lost interest. Well, I did. It. The game's a lot different than when I started playing. When I you know kind of came up growing playing with it, I just don't like the way it is now. It got to the point where you never leave the city anymore to go exploring or go fight out in the field. You just you queue up for a dungeon instance or for a player versus player instance, and you sit around and wait until you go. Now he's touching the computer. All right, I think it's time to go night-night. Yep. Nope, he's still going. He's now trying to push the buttons on, on the, the television. TV. Yeah. Well, those are on the taskbar, hon. It's not a touchscreen. Night-night. Good night, Mick. Mm. Oh, he gave us some. He gave us a, uh, a blow spitty kiss. kiss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you like hurting cats, then Wild Stars the game for you. <laughs> you know, and Shin's on. That's just it. I got sick of relearning how to play my class every major patch too, and that's what I've run into with the mage, which is what I primarily played through all my years of World of Warcraft. 
and I am having to relearn, you know, what works and what doesn't. And the specialization now of, say, if I specialize in frost, well, you no longer have access to all of the frost spells, just most of them, which is aggravating because there's a couple there that I really liked and enjoyed using, and that isn't the case. The game, by and large, runs very smoothly. There doesn't seem to be a whole lot of lag problems. I have run into a couple areas that are not finished yet. Well, so, of course, that's why it's an alpha. Right. But... So I, you know, I got to be careful about going through them or a cinematic that I ran through when I got to Agrimar. The cinematic didn't play yet because it's not finished. You know, I've picked up uh, different items off of corpses, and it'll say, you know, this is a holding piece because the item's not in the game yet. Ah. The one thing that has aggravated me, and people try to explain this to me, that there is an area of effect looting system. So if I kill four or five guys, I only have to loot one corpse to and loot them loot all. And you loot all of them. The problem is that doesn't seem to be what happening, and I've, I've done some extensive uh, practicing with this, and that isn't the case. If I loot one corpse, it's not looting the others, and it doesn't give me the option to do so. Oh. Well, that seems kind of shitty. Are you writing all this stuff down? Aren't you supposed to I, tell them? I, yes, I'm actually making notes. But I want to make sure that I'm actually right on this before I, you know, make an ass of myself and post on the alpha forums that say, hey, this is what I've been experiencing. <laughs> I did have three consecutive crashes trying to complete one quest fighting a guy at uh, the top of a mountain. Every time I went in there to fight, it would disconnect. It just yeah, yeah. Oh. <coughs> now, don't they start you off at level 90 yes. or something? Okay. They start you off at level 90, and they give you gear to start off with. So you're not really taking any of your uberly upgraded characters from right. from mists and going in there. Right. Now, when this goes to beta and when it goes live, are you going to be able to keep your stuff? Or? I imagine so. They might do a character wipe. I don't think that they will because I think you have to test exactly how good this equipment is going forward. Okay. Because as the beta starts, you would think there's a lot more material than they're in right now. That being the case, you're going to want to pit yourself against them to see if the gear you have, you know, stacks up, if it's balanced or not. Okay, so it's kind of like Hearthstone. When you were playing the beta and when I was playing the beta, you got cards and you got to keep them when... Right, although when... they had done several resets. Oh, yes. When we got into it, we were told you're allowed to keep your collection. Yes, but Which is good because I would not have wanted to start over. Yeah, and you've said that they've nerfed some cards. They have, but they keep continuing to tweak the patches, and that's fine. Ryan says, Emperor, the reason you were not able to loot other corpses after looting a nearby corpse is while it was implemented AoE looting, meaning any creature you kill that are in the vicinity of the one you looted will also be looted, except it isn't, Grind. I've it. paid very close attention. It's not happening. You know, I, I get only the loot off of the one character, which is in line if I kill them separately or if I kill them in groups of two or more. And then you don't go, get to go over and loot the other yeah, corpse. This came into Orion effect in Mists, I believe. Hell, it might even have been late uh, Cataclysm. But that isn't the case. That's not how it works. Killpath is saying the AOA loot worked fine for him. Is that Varyar? Yeah, massive stat squish. What? I don't know. AOA loot should be in the options. That doesn't sound right. No, it doesn't. And I'm telling you, it's not. I've been keeping track. I, I, I'm not looting the other corpses. It, I mean, I'm not gaining what's on them. I don't know if there's an option to go ahead and turn it off. If that's the case, I would be more than happy to do so. Killpasses, I use auto-loot, though, so maybe it has something to do with it. I don't. I always do mine manually. 
I like to be able to see what it is I'm picking up. So if I don't want to pick up something, I leave it there. Yeah, you don't have to. Because you only have so much space that you can hold stuff, right? You know what? Yeah, and I, I'm talking more about the Alpha than I really wanted to. I want Varyar here to kind of uh, go over it with me. You know, as I, is he in it as well or no? No, no, no. Um, I, I believe he may be in it soon. But um, there's stuff going on behind the scenes that I simply cannot talk about uh, that Blizzard would prefer that we not talk about. I'm certainly not going to upset that apple cart. They were nice enough to give us, you know, the alpha test. I understand it. It's it's a mutual agreement. We get content to go ahead and put out to our listeners and our viewers for stuff that's not going to be out for a year or more. And at the same time, we get to draw in traffic. They get the advertisement. It works both ways. Uh, no, they're not critters. I'm talking ogres. I'm talking NPC well, I think creatures. She's trying to make a joke. Okay, well, it failed. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So Epic Worker says I can turn it off. I'll have to pay more attention with the interface. I, I was just happy to get my action bars together. And one of the things I do like is the fact that a lot of the the spells and all that have been kind of rolled into others, or they made passive, so I don't have to worry about them anymore. But we'll see. I do plan on playing some of the other characters available just to see what how much of a difference there is. I, Viper says, I'm wondering if auto-loot is a, requ- a requirement. Does anyone actually uh, use it without auto-loot? Killpath is saying the interface menu isn't terribly intuitive. No, it isn't. And that's I, I've had that problem. And people who watched the stream saw me kind of struggling with it to try and find where things used to be, the interface, the action keys, the action bars, that kind of thing. Uh, Brian says, the stats have been squished. The stats on current gear have really gotten out of hand. For example, my mage has item level 502 shoulders, which are from LFR with 1441 stamina and 801 intellect. Those numbers, unfortunately, mean nothing to me. I don't have a context for what things look these days. I will tell you that I have 54,000 hit points and 57,000 mana. I do believe Varyar is here now. Better have cookies or goods of some kind. There are no cookies. What? I don't want a book. You remember my book, but you brought no baked cookies. Well, I turned around to go get your book. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, but I've only been asking that for months. I know that's why you've only had it, it for what over a year now. Not a year, a couple months. No, uh, you've we had just it. You out. just killed us. Fixed the. Oh, sorry. There we go. Can we go get a new one of those this week? If you're gonna buy it. Okay, I'll buy it. Just. <laughs> I think it's like five or ten bucks. Whatever. Yeah. I'll go. I'll happily go to Micro Center. So far, the coolest thing that I come across in World of Warcraft is the ability to build your own garrison. Yes. Now, how that works is, for those who played Warcraft 2, Warcraft 3, the idea is still similar, where you're building a, you have a town hall, you, have, you build a barracks, you can upgrade it with like a wood shop and an iron forge and what have you, and you can start to upgrade your soldiers. And then once, every five minutes, you're able to call in your troops, if you're in a specific zone, they rally out of your garrison. At the moment, I have grunts that have axes and swords, and then I've got archers. And they'll come in and they'll attack anything within their circle of aggro to kind of help out. So that's been kind of fun. I haven't used it a great deal. Dude, that that ability beats <coughs> ass on yep. a lot of them. Yeah, Malorium says, It's funny watching Emp's crits not even break 5,000. Four-digit crits. 
Well, and and that's what I was. Sorry, am I loud? Whoa! All right. Apparently, I'm a little loud. Well, we had to turn you up because uh, Sierra, I'm sorry, Uh, Bass was using yours last week. Gotcha. And she's a very soft-spoken young woman. Yes, that's true. Yeah. Um, But yeah, that's what I was saying. That's what I meant by the massive stat squish. You know, it's something. you know, D's been streaming a lot also with the Alpha, and I was talking to him about it. And, you know, uh, let's see. Garion says, your average level 90 has close to 300,000 health, and if a mana user, 300,000 mana when they hit 90. The health just goes up from there depending on gear. He's seen tanks approaching 900. Uh, okay, well, HP. that's not even close to where we're at right no. now. And that's one of the things that Blizzard's doing, and it actually goes to a point you were making while I was listening and not talking. Um, you know, where WoW has gotten, you know, over 10 years, very, very bloated. Yes. Um, you know, so one of the things it seems like Blizzard is doing with the Warlords, with the latest patches, and then with the new expansion, um, is going to be basically condensing everything down to be more manageable. Um, a, there's going to be a stat squish. Um, so you're not going to have 300,000 health anymore. Um, the numbers are going to get more balanced more realistic again they're going to bring everyone back you know well, you're not going to I mean, have a pair of boots with plus 500 intellect on them oh that's ridiculous yeah well i mean that's that's where they've gotten because again <laughs> over 10 years you know adding on and adding on and adding on and yeah, you adding keep on going and up and up and up and you don't on. stop and restart right right but so one of the things they want to do with this is this is the time for them to go all right guys shit got a little cray cray let's back it up a little <laughs> well bit. like you guys like you were saying last week that um, it's hard to attract newer players because they're going in and somebody else has got crazy stats and they're just nothing. Yeah, yeah. I, if I had to start over, if I had to restart my account, I would not want to play through all of Mr. Pandaria just to get Warlords of Draenor. I right. don't. Right. And all the skills that I've missed and all the, you know, the alchemy and the herbalism and the healing... I've missed too much to want to go back and play it. It's funny you mention that, because guess who reactivated their account? That would be you. That would be this guy. Um, <laughs> because, as you mentioned, uh, I may be getting into the alpha. Don't know right. for sure. Yeah, um, I'm working on that, on kind of. Yeah, I appreciate it. Um, but, yeah, so there's some backroom stuff going on. Because I would like to be in it and kind of see how it is different. Because, I mean, you made it all the way to Cata, but if you recall, I bailed out of Wrath. Yes. Um, you know, I stopped playing at Wrath. Part of that was because I left. Um, but a lot of it was also, you know, people were kind of fading away, and I kind of lost interest in the game because right. it had, even at Wrath, it had started getting bloated. Mm-hmm. You know, um, and, you know, you brought up earlier that the spell trees are getting condensed. Um, Very condensed. I'm surprised by that. Well, but, you know, if you look at the actual UI of, like, a fully upgraded player... In Mist or Cata, I mean, Jesus, you needed mods just to hold all your action, action bars. bars. Right. I mean, you'd have, sorry, almost a third of the screen is taken up by extra action bars that people are modding in there. <laughs> well, good so God, that they how can are you control everything. To... Well, that's that's, that's the crazy. Thing. And, and that's one of the things with the Warlords Alpha that has me kind of cautiously optimistic, I think. Um, you know, if it's because. Yeah, I know. So it now I can't hear. Her. All right, there we go. So you know if they are going to do that, I think it's a good move. Whether or not it'll bring people back, I don't know. Um, you know whether it's too far gone for that. But 
Uh, although, you know, it's funny because we use, oh, it's dying, it's too far gone. They're still pulling in 7 million people a month. It's right. still huge. Right. But with WoW, when, you know, the what? high point was 15 million, you look at 7 million and go, oh, no big deal. No, it's Whereas, nothing. Yeah, any other MMO and, you know, would give both testicles to get to <laughs> 3 million, 4 million. But, so. yeah, I mean, the problem is you've lost over, over if, again, and if we're led to believe that these numbers are, are accurate, you've left over or lost over half Right. Of your paying player base. So now you come to the influencers, the people, the total biscuits of the world, the Invictas, the us. Right. Where we're going out there, we're talking like, as we are right now on the show, and you're listening to it. And um, Ryan says, Emp, you should upgrade to Warlords of Draenor when it goes live. You get the ability to boost one character to level 90. If said character is at least level 60, your professions get boosted to the max level as of Mists, which is 600. So you won't have to do all their, right. all the Mists <laughs> stuff. All the end game for Which is Bob. fine, because I have no interest in going and fighting through China and beating up Poe and the <laughs> Furious, whatever they are. Uh, when it came out, that's what you were saying is, uh, wow, with pandas. I remember you denigrating the commercials. But Emp, it's fun smacking down those pandas. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Pandarans, are, they're neutral, aren't they? They fight both, yeah. for both sides? Okay. Yeah. You can boost anyone as soon as you upgrade, like right now. Uh, and and maybe that's what you've done, is upgraded your guys to 90s? No, I haven't. Okay. Dude, I have a lowly level 13 rolling around the <laughs> rolling around the Eversong Forest. Oh, woot, woot. <laughs> Super powerful. So you don't have any of your old characters? No, dude, I, I, it's been too long. I All thought my, they saved them indefinitely. Uh, yeah. Pre Post-2009, they do. Oh, wow. It's been that long. Oh, no, I thought they saved them indefinitely for wherever, because all my old characters are around. When I don't I know. I, I actually haven't checked, because uh, when I made the new guy, I put him on Rexar, so I could play with uh, Bubba and Val and D and those guys um, with their guild nailed it. Um, but... I haven't checked Mag Theridon to see if any of my guys are still yeah, around. Yeah, we were on Mag Theridon, and then I think we went to Coilfang or something. When we yeah, picked up just... for Cataclysm, we get up and left and moved somewhere else. And I assume my characters are still there. I just don't know. But, uh, yeah, it, I'm I'm interested in getting back into it. I've enjoyed it so far. Yeah. Would I re-up my subscription based on my two and a half hours of an alpha test? No. No, not yet. No. I've got to see something else that really blows me away. I do like the garrison idea. I do so like do being I. able to beat troops. What I don't know, and to be honest, folks, I like to play the game first before I go and read the vast amounts of articles being written by people saying you can do this, that, or the other, right. or speculation in the way that how the alpha's going to go. Rather have your hands on it. Yes. Right now, I like being in the zone that I'm in because I can use that five-minute cooldown to call in my guys, and you know, it's, it's easier as you're doing solo question to kind of kill some of the bigger ones now if this is something that's only in a specific zone where you can call in troops okay well then my interest is very limited right because what's going to happen is the same thing can happen with the pvp zones people simply wouldn't go there or they go there with such overwhelming numbers that no one wanted to play and it would be a ghost town anyways yeah i sort of a tangent brought on by that but i last uh two nights ago when i was rolling around uh the fucking silver moon city or blood elf homeland yes, or whatever which the hell. i don't like it's confusing there's like you know every npc is like level 15 because nobody goes there you know nope 
an alliance group showed up and just beat the shit. As far <laughs> just... as I can because it's not like there's anyone there to challenge. Yeah. All right. You're... It's all like level tens and lower like me going, can we get some starting questions, guys? <laughs> I'm a level 90. I say no. You know, I'm just like smacking people around. But... You no, know, just pummel you just for the fun of it. Yeah. For... Kilpeth says flying mounts ruin world PvP. Well, you know what? There's a very yeah. easy way to correct that. Air to air combat. That would be cool. Oh, wow. You had to tell me a, a warlock or a priest or a mage can't throw a spell while they're flying, or an arch or a hunter can't pull a bow and arrow off his back? Air-to-air combat, friends. That Seeing would be people awesome. go down in flames and just crash into the earth? That would be awesome. Yeah, that that's something cool. that should have been implemented a long time ago. But to your earlier point with the garrisons, I, I do agree. It's a really cool idea but it's going to depend on how they're implemented and because how hard it is to upgrade them. Because you right. have to get materials to build them in, and I've I've got a bunch. But the question then becomes: How fast can you do it? Are your troops stronger than another guy's? You know, I'm going to be see. I'm going to be interested to see how the mechanics of this work. One thing I do, I'm not sure how far into the garrisons you got to go, because uh, I know. Like, D and those guys played have played a lot of the alpha. Okay. Um, and one of the things that I do like is that the garrisons aren't quite cookie cutter. Like, everyone's is going to turn out a little different because you only have so many plots that you can build on. Yes. And there's large, medium, and small. And different buildings can only go in different si- in certain sized holes, if you will. Um and there's more buildings and upgrades available than there are spaces in your garrison. So I do like that level of customization in theory. Again, to your point, it's going to depend on implementation and how much of a difference it makes. I think what I'll do is I'll let other people cut their teeth on it first and look to see what failed for them and what worked, and then kind of go from there. If this truly is an actual alpha test and they still have a whole beta round ahead of them, this game's going to be in testing for a good long while. Yeah. Do they have, do they even have a release date or a general ETA as to when this is coming out? Supposedly holiday this year. All right. Really? So looking for Christmas. Yeah. I think it's kind of ambitious since it's already June. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also again, how? Because if you try to explore outside the one zone that's open, it keeps saying that it kicks you back. Yeah. It sends you back. But um, again, D spent like five hours just trying to get around that, and he did. And he found a way around by using the water strider. He went all the way out into the sea and basically popped around the zones. Um, and, I mean, like... That's persistence. Oh, he, I swear to God, <laughs> he was doing it for like five or six hours just trying to go see stuff. He's got like 17 hours of footage of him exploring that he's <laughs> oh, trying to cut up into highlights. <laughs> it's insane. It's ambitious. It's very cool. And actually, some of the stuff he got was really sweet. Like um, the iron docks, um, he was able to get around to those and go in there. But they're very clearly not done. Yeah. As in part of it is literally gray, Blank. like, yes, just... Yes, I've seen it yeah. before in the betas. Yeah. yeah. So it, I think it is an ambitious release date, but it'll be interesting to see if they can pull it off. Well, what it, and the way the elf is working as well as it is now and as, as polished as it is leads me to believe that, again, they were further along than they would let yeah. us on to believe. Um, this is, to me, more of an early beta test because of, the, of what I'm seeing. And I mentioned it, if you're watching the broadcast of when I was streaming it earlier, I think it was last night I mentioned, that Blizzard is not going to release something that is extremely buggy, that is unplayable for the vast majority of people, especially when the people they are invited aren't necessarily the friends and family of the company, but the people who are going to do out and do what we're doing right now, which is giving them press. Which is what they want. Right. 
Melorium says December 14th. All right. So that that's right. possible for a couple of weeks before Christmas. I, I would simply say that it's been fun so far. I think if you're a World of Warcraft fan, it's more red meat to you. I think you're going to enjoy it. And again, this is just based on the two and a half hours of play so far. I'm only up to level 91 and a half. I have yet to go inside of an instance because I haven't found one yet. Uh, as far as I know, there's only one dungeon open right now. Right. Um, they're planning on opening more here shortly. Do we know what the uh, lowest level is you can get in there for? What the limit is? On Warlord? Well, I mean, on some instances, some dungeons require you to be a certain level to get in. In the, the one that's open, you can get in right away. Okay. But, I mean, because the level cap right now for the alpha is 92. Okay, well then I, yeah, I'm burning through that pretty quick. Well, yeah, yeah and the re, I mean they've they've capped it at 92 right now just because so much of the content is still locked away. You know, we're only one zone out of seven's open, um, and it's actually a relatively small zone compared to the others. It's just the horde start zone. Um, but at 92, when you do hit 92, <laughs> in order to kind of show you um, what some of the perks look like, when you hit 92, they give you a level 100 perk so that you can kind of play with those to see, see how it what, is. Yeah, yeah, see what those are going to look like. I have decided, uh, I, I decided early on that I was trying to get a, a, a group together, a posse together to run with me, and I was trying to get some of the guards into it, but I talked to uh, Arthros, I talked to Mechahawk, uh, I talked to Divine Justice, and none of them really seemed interested in doing it. They've kind of moved on from the World of Warcraft, and they don't have a whole lot of desire to go back. Right. Because uh, an option kind of exists to get people who are influencers, who people who basically work for a network, or it's my understanding, something along those lines, that you can at least request. doesn't mean they're going to answer you. It doesn't mean they're going to give it to you, but you can request but you can access ask, yeah. to somebody else. Yeah, Because that's what you've done with Varyard, correct? Yeah. Well, I have, I'm, we're trying to get Varyard in. Right. Um, but, yeah, I need to find some guys. I don't know how many listeners of the show. Probably not a, not a lot since those who are in the alpha – have their own shows of some kind or another or some kind of uh, material patch that they can do, articles and what have you. But I do need to find, you know, four or five guys to run around with. It's easier to explore. It's easier to accomplish some of the goals, some of the quests, and kind of burn through it. You know, and that's one of the aggravating things, and it's always been the case for Warcraft. It's not a problem that is exclusive to them. But of the most creative companies so far with MMOs, I had, had hoped that they would find a creative way around it, and that is... That the quests, after 10 years, have not changed. Today I had quests to rescue five slaves, recover five barrels of oil, kill eight ogres and plant flags in their corpses, right. then kill another eight ogres after I killed their boss. Amongst that, I'm running back and forth in the starting zone to, relay, to relay messages to people who are five feet away. Talk to this guy, talk to that guy, talk to this guy, talk to that guy. A lot of experience, a lot of gold. With very little progress on things. No, I definitely agree that there's questing the system. I mean, the way they've got it set up, you know, on the one hand, I, you'd think there's got to be something else you could do. But on the other hand, it's like, what else? <laughs> I haven't come up with some cool. Awesome and I said the same thing idea, is I haven't know, come up like, with a creative idea either, but that's not really how I'm. I, I'm not really predisposed to that kind of thinking. I right. suppose if I really put my mind to it, I could think of something. You know, I like the old Anixia chain where you had to go through, jump through a lot of hoops to get the key to go into her, uh, into her dungeon to kill Anixia. 
that was a chain of quests, and you know that was interesting. Yeah. But also very aggravating too. It's very time consuming, and then you still got a group of forty people to go in there and kill her. Right. At least at the time. So what'd you do this week? Uh, honestly, mostly worked. I was sick, which was awesome. Uh, pretty much all week. We all have the plague, yeah. apparently. Well, the good news is I feel better now. The problem is the deposits of just crud in my chest are still uh, there. Yeah. Same so problem been, I got, yep. I've just been hacking up for like two days, which has been <laughs> glorious. Um, but yeah, so I mean, I've mainly, I've worked, I've been sick, uh, got some stuff done on the house, you know, uh, got the uh, downstairs bathroom almost completely done, just need to put in the fittings and paint. And we'll be about done with that. Uh, and I played a little while. Our Rico baseball gloves, our custom gloves, came in yesterday. Nice, <laughs> outstanding. Should have grabbed hers. I'm not. I think mine's over on the yeah, desk. Okay. But uh, I will give I give some props to Rico gloves here. Um, they were very uh, helpful in letting us know when the gloves arrived. They tweeted out pictures so we could see what they looked like. They included wristbands, and then when I asked them about having glove bags to kind of put the glove in, they said, well, we normally don't give them to you. We normally give you wrist guards, but I'll throw a couple in for you before it ships out. That's like, awesome. awesome. So I got glove bags on top of it. So right there, and I know we posted them on Twitter, but I designed a baseball glove. It's a middle infielder's glove for Lulu. It's an iWeb, 12, or sorry, 11 and a half inch. It's pink with a blue, light blue web and white lacing. And then there's mine, which is a softball glove. It's Kelly Green with an orange web, orange piping, and white lacing with an Irish flag in the back of it. So it looks like an Irish flag. Now tell me, Voyer, having put that on, what do you think? That's nice. I like that. <clears throat> yeah, do you have any problem with the finger stalls, the way, it's, the way you fit your hand in there? Does it feel odd at all? Um, my pinky's kicked out a little further than normal. That's the same thing I was saying. It's kind of a little bit of aggravating, yeah. I... It, it actually feels like on my hand, it feels fine. It's definitely noticeable that my pinky's out farther, um, but feel, I actually like the feel of it. Yeah, it's, it's broken in a little bit because I've just been squeezing it, and it, it started off stiff, but it seems to be kind of breaking in pretty quick. My concern is after you've worn it for two or three minutes, your, arm, your hand starts to get fatigued because your, your fingers are spread on those things. See, I mean, I can feel it spread, but I'm not feeling any issue with it you know I, what I mean I, you know what I, I think the finger stalls aren't as roomy as I'm used to I mean I put on you know I had that one then I put on my custom Rawlings and it was a, a yeah. whole different ball game I mean the Rawlings fit just like a glove but Rawlings also doesn't at least the ones from the St. Louis custom shop that I get don't offer the same kind of uh, options that this does as far as colors go and design now supposedly they can actually put a custom logo on where that little circle would be along the pinky line, I'm sorry, along the thumb line. Right. It's not there, but if we wanted to, we could easily put a logo on there of some kind. It's interesting, because on Lulu's, I can actually feel the pinky, it feels kicked farther right. than yours. Actually, I thought hers felt nicer than mine did. Hmm. But uh, so far, I'm impressed. I liked it. I mean, for the price I paid, I can't complain. I... I'm debating whether I want to use it in a real game or not, considering how bright it is. Right. But it's got my name stitched on the side of it, so I'm happy with that. Gotta love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're nice gloves. Just so we got this straight, Lulu has gotten a new package that was 11 and a half inches in size, and it's pink, with light blue piping and white lacing. And dishwasher safe. 
Disney <laughs> afternoon. Hot toddies are the best. Do you like yours with rum or brandy? That's a name I haven't seen before. Yeah, Nor have I. I like mine with brandy. Mm. Brandy. Neither. <laughs> Grind says my lungs over on the floor. So we'll give it a shot. Um, I, I do plan on streaming when I'm available to do so. Obviously, tonight is out because the show's going to run late. I have to be at work very early tomorrow. Ugh. I work all day and night tomorrow evening. So the earliest I'll be on again to go ahead is Tuesday. Now, here's the thing. I need to get the word out that I'm doing this. and It seems to me there are more people on the Elf than we were originally led to believe. Because Twitch TV is inundated with people running streams. Now, on the limited advertising that I did, I don't think we ever broke 30 or 40 watchers at one time, which to me is kind of low. I've done better than that just doing uh, you know, Warcraft 3 matches right. from way back when. So we had to find a way to get the word out that we've got them, that we're streaming this. How has the Wow and Sensor crew done with their coverage? Uh, good. Um, <coughs> on the other hand, they, I mean, they did much longer streams. So where you stream for like an hour and a half, Yes. Uh, we basically started Thursday and ended Friday. So they, I mean, they were, it helps that there were three of them, so they rotated. You know, like Val would go sleep, and D would take right. over the stream, and then D would go take a nap, and it'd be Val and Bubba, and then Bubba would go, and it'd be D and Val. So, um, but they got a lot of people coming in and out. We saw a lot of people checking it out. Um, part of that also was that was, you know, the first day it was available, and there really weren't many people doing it then. Right. Um, the one thing that's mildly annoying is... Twitch doesn't have a category for warlords yet. It doesn't. As we, as I so, found out last night, you have to go to Mr. Pandaria be the closest. Right. So, you know, people basically have to dig to find the warlord streams in other Mists streams. You know, people that are just streaming their normal, you know, Tuesday night raid or whatever Right, so it's not going to be, you it's, know. It's just harder to kind of show find off. It. Right. Um, but you can, it's... You know, it's definitely just kind of a matter of doing it and persistence and consistency and all that stuff. So, but yeah, we were, I honestly don't know where they topped out. I was kind of, it was late. <laughs> 17 <laughs> was like, hours? Really? Oh, well, D has 17 hours of video just on his machine. That doesn't count <laughs> Val and Bubba's. That using Dear like, God. Uh, like um, OBS. Okay. Yeah, because I've got Fraps, I just haven't used it. Yeah, he was using OBS and both streaming and also recording locally. Um, some of it's exploring. Some of it they did the uh, dungeon run three or four times. Um, but yeah, so they for a while he was questing while taking questions um, from you know people that were in the in the chat. Um, so there's that in there. So I think he's going to cut it all up and kind of. Do like a highlight reel from exploring one of the dungeon runs, some stuff like that. But the nice thing, I mean, especially for <coughs> for him being able to like talk about the alpha, just because they never stopped, you know. So yeah, like they've been the in it the whole stuff, time. Yeah, like the mist stuff that you and I don't know. D knows that shit like an encyclopedia. Right, because they kept on playing. Right, because yeah. they still play. You know, they raid three nights a week. <laughs> Uh, according to his tweets and his podcast, D has been having a bout of insomnia, so might as well do something semi-productive. Yeah, I know that I fell out at like Friday morning at five thirty, and he was still going. Wow. Does he have a job? Yeah, but he took <laughs> he took time off because he got in the alpha. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, me, I worked all day Saturday to put in some cop time to get ready for our vacation coming in August because nice. I had three days off where I was dead to the world. 
Yeah. So I'm putting in the comp time, and I'm just trying. I'm on a, I'm on a new team. I just got switched this past week, and now I'm having to learn a whole new set of material that I've never had to do before. And it's not easy. It, it's it's the more difficult uh, type casework. Right. And I had all training all this past week, and I wasn't able to do any kind of teleworking. I wasn't working at home. Right. Which is kind of annoying. Because um, the princess was texting me to text you because. Oh, about having friends over? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, the iPod, she can text me, but she can't text you. And I didn't have my phone on me because I'm in training. Right. You're not allowed to have your phone. Right. So, you know, when you went on break or when you went to lunch, you would check your phone and, you know. I require baked goods. Do you want me to go get some? I may. Okay. It's very strange. But no. probably because I haven't eaten yet today. Rather than you know, just a little bit just, of Chinese. Right, just now, yeah. And mine didn't stay. So. Anyways. Fo- hmm? Nothing. Anyways, so uh, we have articles to get to tonight. We have uh, quite a few to go ahead and take care of. I do want to talk about this. <laughs> the uh, NBA championship is ongoing. And for those of you outside the U.S. or who don't care about basketball, and really, I don't blame you. Well, and I don't. It's so. been kind of a big story because of what happened in game one. And it's kind of become a Twitter sensation uh, slash, I'm sorry, the... Uh, uh, hashtag LeBroning. Have you seen this one? Uh, yes. Yes. Hilarious. Yep. And I know Gatorade got in, get out, got in on the Twitter war, so they got a kind of couple shots in. Uh, that and more. So, folks, we're going to take a break. I do have the articles pulled up here. We will get to them. Um, I, I don't know what else we have in store. If you have anything amp, you don't need baked goods. What you need is a good steak and baked potato. Yes, but I can't make those in time to eat them <laughs> I can't properly. really eat them on air. <laughs> Although I do have them available. So, folks, we're going to take a quick break since we are an hour into this. When we come back, all of that and more. So keep it right here. Warning. This show is intended for a mature audience only and may contain harsh language, trans fats, live nudes, and derogatory comments about your mother. Those who are easily offended or have no sense of humor are encouraged to turn off the show now. Parental discretion is advised. This is DTD from Sheet Moon, and you're listening to The Mighty Emperor and The Emperor's Court on RivalCastMedia.com. Bow down to the God King of the Internet. All right, folks, we're back here on the Emperor's Court here on RivalCastMedia.com. I'm your host, the Emperor, Julian in studio by Vyar. hey And Lulu. Hey, y'all. And you can all thank Melorium and his uh, fake girlfriend for complaining <laughs> about the music in the break, and that's why it had to get so bad. Yeah, you don't do that. Don't you people ever listen? Just because we don't enforce the rules of the court every single episode does not mean that they are not enforceable. They're in play. Don't complain about the music, and there won't be a problem. It's at, his, it's at his discretion. Now, speaking of blowing up Taliban, <laughs> and I wanted to get Voyeur's opinion of this last week, but he wasn't here. Oh, Jesus. Um, the biggest thing going on in the United States right now has been the release of this uh, this Bo Bergall. Ber- Bergall. Yeah, that guy. <laughs> now, for those outside the U.S. who don't watch uh, all of our news channels, and I believe that all of you do, uh, he is a American soldier who was stationed in Afghanistan who decided to up and leave his post. And he walked off into the middle of the mountains with a compass and a bottle of water looking to find some Taliban to hook up with. He became disillusioned with the United States. 
He believed that we were evil, doing evil things in Afghanistan, then he wasn't going to put up with it anymore. Well, not knowing if he had deserted or if he had just got kidnapped, we sent troops after him to try and find him. Either way, six different guys of ours were killed before they stopped looking for him. Fast forward to two weeks ago. Two weeks ago, the President of the United States, on his own recognizance, without any kind of uh, input from anybody else, which, as my understanding, isn't supposed to be allowable, but I guess there's some kind of loophole that allows him to do some such. Uh, and Varyar is shaking his I didn't think so no. either, but I'm reading what, what they're saying the legal loophole is. At any rate, uh, they went ahead and let five Taliban, high-ranking Taliban prisoners at Guantanamo Bay These are the equivalent of two- and three- and four-star generals. We exchanged five of them for this Bergdahl, who was still, quote-unquote, a captive of the Afghanistans for the last five years. So we dropped them off, they gave us him, and we both flew out in our opposite directions. We know this because the Taliban went ahead and posted the video online. We flew out. They, you know, kicked their goats. Right. Okay. (laughs) Right. So under goat power, they made it back to their their hobbles. So then the brouhaha kicks up because, as it turns out, and every single man in this guy's platoon has come out and said, this is bullshit, he is a deserter of the U.S. Army, he left his high and dry, he deliberately left, not once, but twice, before he finally, you know, hooked up with the Taliban and stayed there. Why are we returning five enemy combatants, high-ranking ones... For this piece of shit. Albeit... And that's the defense I've heard from the left is, well, they've been out of the fight for 10 years. It's not like they have any idea what's really going on because they're not going to be used as rallying cries that, hey, they survived American uh, captivity and they're back to do their worst. And we get back a guy who doesn't want to talk to his family, refuses to speak English. He's only speaking in what, Pashta or whatever it is that they speak in Afghanistan. Uh, He says he forgot how. That's his excuse for (laughs) not going on the media is he He forgot forgot English. English? Yeah. Doesn't want to meet his parents. His father at the Rose Garden made it very clear that it was his job to, or his mission in life, to help release all of the prisoners of Guantanamo Bay. Now, what it ended up happening was the White House, by all accounts, and you can take, don't take my word for it, this is all over the Internet, all over a lot of the major different news organizations, although some have tried kind of downplaying it. But apparently the White House expected general euphoria all across the country that we brought one of our own home. The thing of it is, this is not news to any of us. They knew at the time he deserted. It was in different magazines at the time that it was unusual. A guy just got up, left, and went to the enemy. So, Voyer, you, having spent two tours in Iraq, being a Marine veteran of the Iraqi War, what is your take on this? I know what mine is as an American, but I think something might be different coming from somebody who actually served. Probably not. Um... Look, I you know, on the one hand, it's always good to get a guy back, but this guy walked away. And you know what? I'll reserve judgment on whether or not he was looking for the Taliban. That part still is a little up in the air. Um, you know, his thing was going to go help the Afghanis. Did he end up getting tagged while he was out looking for some Afghani kid to help? Who, who knows? I don't know exactly what was in his head. But the evidence right now, I mean, the fact that he just up and walked away, that's beyond question at this point. Whether he was actually trying to hook up with Taliban, that's still... Desertion to desertion. Right. Now, I don't care if you're a Medal of Honor holder. We don't fucking negotiate with terrorists, but that's just me. Um, So I think it was a mistake because, all right, so if it turns out that this guy's a deserter, 
which I think it is, but, you know, until there's a court-martial or something. Which there's not going to be. Right, of course not. They said there's going to be a thorough investigation, but they stopped short of saying that. My guess is, at worst, they're going to hip him, slap him with AWOL. Not desertion. It should be desertion in time of war. Right? I understand, but they're going to hit him with AWOL, they'll knock him back to private and kick him out. Yeah, you could raffle off, you know, tickets to be on the firing squad of the Marine Corps, I'm pretty sure. They'd all be <laughs> sold. Great way to uh, pay for some upgrades to gear. But anyways, <laughs> you know, I don't know. You, you desert, fuck you, man. You signed up in time of war. It's not like it's not like he signed up in '98 or something. No, he which, signed first up. First of all, if you signed up, it's always fucking possible. But at least if you signed up in '98, it was ostensibly peacetime. Maybe you disagree with something. Blah blah blah. No cockbag. You signed up in time of war. You don't get to go. Oh, I'm gonna go fight and then get over there. And go. Eh, not really my thing. Should have joined the Peace Corps. I'm out. Doesn't work that way. So I don't think we should. Uh, I don't think we should have done it. Um, if we were going to do it, I say we should have done it like a trap and then drop, you know, 2,000 pound JDAMs right on top of the uh, meeting site. Said, ha ha ha, fuck you. But that's just me. <laughs> I'm a cold hearted prick. I, I just think it's a it's a horrible precedent to set because if Agreed. a deserter's worth five, what's a what's, what's a real soldier worth? worth? Yeah. What, what's a brown star holder worth? Well, and that's so, what John Kerry came out and said. Well, that's ridiculous to think that uh, they're going to target our soldiers for kidnapping more no, now that they know that they can get five for every one of ours. That's retarded. Of course, they now they know. Sure. Now they right. know exactly what they're worth. The precedent has been set. Now, I also heard from the defense from the left is, well, the Israelis do this all the time to get their soldiers back. They release people to get their dudes back. Yeah, but then they bomb the apartment building where they went. We don't do that. Because then our credibility would be hurt, and possibly. Yeah, but... and more terrorists would be dead. Exactly. I'm I'm okay with that. <laughs> Look, I you know, I I don't know the guy. I wasn't in his platoon. I'm not going to say he was a Taliban sympathizer or anything like that, but I will say he was a deserter. Yeah, and he that's was a bad deserter. enough. And, I, again, you know, I don't care if it's him. I don't care if it's me. I don't care if it's a Medal of Honor winner. Now, obviously, it's easier to say it one remove when I'm sitting here in the war room than, you know, if I'm the guy being captured or having to make that decision. But there's a reason we don't negotiate. It's so that people know, yeah, you can take people, but you're not getting yours back. Now they know we will. At least with this administration, the going rate for one of our guys is five. And not just five. Five generals. Right, yeah. Not like five woke up in the morning, picked up his AK, shot a couple for glory, and then got picked no, up. No, high-level yeah. people. We're talking about commanders, guys that plan attacks. The face of the enemy. But, it, I mean, it fits with, look, they want to get rid of Gitmo. Yeah, they, they, can't, they can't close it. They know that. So this is one way to empty it out. You know, they want to be done with the war. They're drawing down, I think, 9,000 guys in Afghanistan, which yep. is hilarious. <laughs> 9,000 guys can't patrol Kabul. Yeah, I mean, what's the... What's I don't understand how the president was able to get around everybody else, the Congress, the Senate, you know, the intel community. Nobody knew this was happening. Nobody. No. Well, and... This did it. And, and I, I don't know. I guess when you look at it, when you look... They went straight to five commanders, and that's the part that blows my mind. Because there were already... There are news reports saying there were already talks for cash. Right. Sure, give them cash. Fuck them. Right. They were, they were in negotiations yeah. for cash, and they decided not to do that right. to give them five people instead. There have been a bunch of leaks that said DOD's known where this guy was for years. You want to know why they didn't go get him? They, they didn't want him. Because they, did, they thought they would have lost a couple guys going in, and they didn't think it was a fair trade. Yeah, it's we don't, not. We don't leave people behind. 
if you get left behind not of your own choice. Yeah, but he chose to desert. He chose to be there. Even if you didn't want to go be part of the Taliban and join them, even if you are genuinely a captive, guess what? You deserted! You shouldn't have walked off the OP in the middle of enemy territory. What did you think was going to happen? Oh, I think that's exactly what he wanted to happen. They said they, they, they... Found out, and he had already admitted that he was looking for somebody who spoke English who could lead him to where the Taliban yeah. were. Yeah, they found uh, they found a couple uh, villagers. Which then begs the question, what kind of intel did he give them while he was there? To try and get on their good side, or because of torture, or whatever else? Yeah, well, no one can say for sure what may have gone down, but, you know, attack patterns did go up in that area after he deserted. That's a fact. They've done that research. They know that. I guess it comes back to me. DOD knew where he was, knew who was holding him, and didn't think it was worth sending in a SEAL team or Delta or any type of JSOC team to go get this guy. Well, and now not literally lost, lost six guys. Lost men. Well, no, no, no. But that was when they were looking for him. Right. That was right after he disappeared. Yeah, we not the we know where he is right. now. Okay. A couple of years ago, they figured out exactly where he was, apparently. And this is all from leaks. Again, you know, we'll see as the situation firms up. But apparently, based on the leaks that have been outed to the press, they've known where this guy was for two or three years now. If it was a normal captive, yeah, you go fucking get him. If it's a guy that decided, eh, fuck it, I'm done with war today. I'll leave my rifle here, take my water and my knife, and go find some people, to, some new people to hang out with. Eh, you don't go get him. No, I guess what troubles he me made is that, his choice. What troubles me is that, again, again, there will be no consequence. There will be no punishment. And the president said, well, if I had to do it all over again, I absolutely would. I would do would. the same thing. Yes, he's doubling down. But, I mean, what else is he going to do? He can't. He's not going to admit they came out and screwed up. He never has. No. On anything. Well, Nothing is ever his fault. The, He's, you know. All right, take the, this is the part that pisses me off. Because, look, take the politics out of it. We all know where I stand politically, and I don't, you know, I'm not a huge fan of the current commander-in-chief. But, I mean, take the politics out of it. You are literally, for political purposes, <laughs> going to let a guy who deserted walk. You're going to tell the Joint Chiefs no court-martial? Because, look. They can say they're going to investigate, but I'm but with you. Not... I don't think there's going to be a court martial. Right, because then, that's right. Because then it goes in the news that you gave away five top, you know, Taliban commanders for a traitor, for a traitor that we now have to lock up and put in Leavenworth for the next thirty years. Right. Well, that's... that was a great trade. I'm yeah, glad we got back well, a criminal while letting five other ones walk away. We've got him back just so we could shoot him, which, by the way, should still be the penalty for treason. Mm. But that's just me. But yeah, I mean, uh, but that's the thing. So if there's not a court martial, it's not because the military doesn't want one. So I think we all know that, you know, right now, veterans and the military community are as pissed off as I've ever seen. I don't know. Hagel doesn't seem to be in any rush to do it. Hagel's Hagel doesn't to- count. Hagel's to- He's the head of the Defense Department. I'm talking real, like, okay. soldiers <laughs> and yeah, I understand that, but they don't make any, they're not in I'm the not decision-making process. SecDef's a politician. Uh, he has been, I mean, all SecDef's are politicians. They have been for a long time. I'm talking about... The guy in the field, the guy on the bases, the guy in the tent, sure. the guy with the rifle. That community is pissed. Yeah, people like scrub. Yeah. And they don't care. I mean, I mean uh, Obama doesn't care. The administration doesn't care because those people, they're not going to vote for them anyways. He's untouchable. He's got a year and a half, and then he is out. Just like the carbon thing he's putting through. Now he's trying to get close with Gitmo. The VA is an absolute disaster. He doesn't give a shit about any of this. He is untouchable. And on his way out, he'll do what everybody else does and issue 5,000 pardons and laugh 
as he leaves. Kilpeth asks, what if this guy was in, like, deep cover? So I'm assuming he's referring to, like, some Jason Bourne type scenario. If this guy was in deep cover, we wouldn't be hearing about it. Right. Yeah, they I'm sure, would uh, not know. I wouldn't worry about Michael Weston coming out of... You know, <laughs> fucking Afghanistan saying, all right. Yeah, sorry. that's the point of sorry, deep cover. Back no. to Miami. All right. I, I guess I may have opened the door with the whole Jason Bourne crack. Are you really <laughs> going to use a USA We Know drama? Or maybe that's TNT. That's I can't TNT. remember. TNT. Whoever. You're going to use a Have USA you ever watched I Burn love Notice? that show. Yes, I've seen the first season. That guy has three. The real guy, Jeffrey, Don, Jeffrey Donovan, has three black belts and three different kinds of martial arts. And it's got Bruce Campbell. Yeah. I love Bruce Campbell. Uh, there you go. Yeah, Bruce Campbell's awesome. And his girlfriend is a former IRA sniper and explosives expert. Yeah. Who happened to have escaped Ireland. And so, yes, it's there. She's pretty cute, even uh, though she's kind of bone thin. Yeah, I'm not a wild fan. She desperately needs to eat a cheeseburger. Okay, I, I thought it was, says it's characters welcome. welcome. USA okay. characters, yeah, welcome. characters welcome. welcome. Although I, I always found there, I found it very A-team-ish like. Oh, yeah. Very few if people you died. Find them. Quite yeah. a bit of comedy, some really outrageous stuff. Yeah. I liked it. I was, What is it? If you're a fan of the show, you're a burner? Yeah. So add that to my growing list of uh, titles. Titles. Yeah. Burner. He's Trekker, burner. burner, brown coat. I don't yeah. know. Uh, what else do you like? Bigot. <laughs> an Indians fan. <laughs> kind of goes hand in hand. Xenophobe. Yes. Yes, xenophobe. That's a good one. Oh, if you're not if you're not I, white, get out. The point being, if he was some type of deep cover agent, this isn't how we'd get him back. We'd never know about it. Oh, that hot Russian chick they got back. That was all over the news. What? Who? The last that, Russian chick I heard about was Ukraine's like defense. No, that they're the redheaded spy that was in Washington for oh, years. Oh yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's Trekor missing. If you're a real. Yes. No, there's not a difference. One's a derogatory term. One is we took because it sounds less nerdy. Yeah. <laughs> so back to you, Voyeur, again, because I'm going to ask you. Uh, recently, uh, in the last couple of days, this has been all over Twitter since game one of the NBA <laughs> Finals took place. Hysterical. Yes, the San Antonio Spurs <laughs> at the A&T Center, their air conditioning broke down in the second half of the game. Raising temperatures in the uh, arena up to 90-some degrees. Unable to compete and complete the fourth quarter, LeBron James had to have two coaches uh, pick up his arms and legs on both sides and carry him off the court, while the rest of the players from both teams competed and completed the rest of the game. I, I can't compete in these conditions. Which is hilarious, considering the team he plays for. Right. The heat. <laughs> now, what was funny was that Gatorade jumped right on this and tweeted out and said, oh, it's not our fault. He prefers the uh, yeah. <laughs> liquid refreshment of one of our competitors. Nice. <laughs> See, that's awesome. That's very Yeah, they, and they and then, tweeted out and said, 90 degrees inside, this is our kind of show. We're ready to go. And all kinds of things have gone up on the Internet about how he's such a pussy compared to our guys out it showed up like it showed a squad of guys getting off of a uh, a helicopter in the middle of iraq and it's like oh sorry to hear about that lebron is they're running with full pack in the fucking desert it's on slap knots it was 130 degrees when i was there in full pack (laughs) he's wearing shorts and what is this lebron james rips through the lane and delivers a ferocious slam well i'm glad he can when there's air conditioning but i want to see the lebroning the uh See, yeah. Let's see if I can pull it up here. LeBron. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hashtag LeBroning. 
L E B R O N I N G. And it's essentially all it's all over. It's some of the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's really <laughs> That's fantastic. I was, was going to make a cool Spurs poster, but then my hand <laughs> cramped up. Love it. Wow. Yeah, Not see? Not even close. Yep. That's hilarious. Oh, my God. I mean, even Channel 5 here, the new, the uh, oh, yeah. weather team got in on it, and they were doing it. They were picking up the uh, uh, weatherman between the two anchors <laughs> and were carrying them. <laughs> That's phenomenal. That's very funny. Oh, and it's basically just—it's two people picking up a third. It's just—it's hilarious. Teenage girls are getting in on this, which tells you a lot. <laughs> oh, that's a big boy. There's two guys with a uh, a giant face mask. You should retweet these. <coughs> I did retweet a few of them. Oh, that's fantastic. Well, you know what though? It's funny because it's really not all that surprising if you think about no. it. I mean, even when he was here, look at him—he was not a fucking a closer. No, he wasn't. Panty waist. He has closed games, though. That's just it. It just seems yeah, it's, it's a tale of two LeBrons. Right, you just you know which one's going to be. Right. You never know which LeBron's going to show up. Is it the, <laughs> you know, look, despite the fact. Wow. All right. That's just creepy. But, I mean, look, you can say whatever you want. You can think the guy's an asshole. But yeah, he's, an, un, he's an undeniably talented ball player. No, true. Undeniably no, yeah. talented athlete. True. True. I'm not going to dispute but that. But it's, a, it's like one day that guy shows up. And then the next day, eh, you know this NBA thing? Really not my, yeah, really not what I want to be doing. He would be a deserter. I, I be really want to go home. Rapper <laughs> slash actor slash billionaire. Some more Spurs fans carrying their friends around in LeBroning. God, look at oh all of these God. pictures. Yeah, he's just taking a beating. And, uh, and rightfully media. so. Well, and you know what? And again, that's what it gets me is that the other players on the teams were able to complete the game without issue. You know, and he's such a drama queen. Did you ever cramp up when you were over there? Did you ever, you know, dehydrate, cramp up, couldn't move on, couldn't eat, do anything? Eat a banana. <laughs> eat a banana, drink room temperature water. And sack up. Yeah. Here's what I need you to do, LeBron. You're going to go down, take your hand, and reach into your pants. You're going to find these two things. They're probably relatively small. Uh, they're called balls. Here's a straw, buddy. Suck it the fuck up. Yeah, there's the picture of him going off the f- all against the. Oh my god, I can't believe that. Lakers shit. in the background for some reason. It is funny though. <laughs> and, you know, and but these... more right. LeBroning. It, actually, I never actually did look because I never actually. Well, I didn't really care. <laughs> Was it a cramp or like heat stroke? Because heat stroke's serious. Cramp, no, he cramped anybody. up. He cramped, he up. cramped up. Okay, he, he cramped said up. he right. cramped up. Sit, yeah, sit on the bench, have a banana, drink some water. So now people are making fun of the flopping. <laughs> That's the, the new LeBron <laughs> logo. <laughs> <laughs> You should retweet that one. That one's fucking hilarious. Because the only thing I would say is, I mean, heat stroke's serious, and that can happen to anyone, and everyone's different. You can be the most athletic guy in the world right, and, and stroke out early. Drink some Gatorade. I, we had a guy, uh, we were doing a uh, ruck march when I was at Pendleton, and it was summer, and it was probably 95, 100 degrees out. And, I mean, big, strong dude. I mean, this guy was fit. He ended up taking a popsicle up the butthole because he overheated. Really? Really. Well, it's not actually a popsicle. It's called the silver bullet. But yeah, it cools your core down. A silver bullet. <laughs> Vibrates everything. It stimulates you. It keeps you busy. Yeah. Super cool. That's a good picture of him. Another picture of the uh, Prince Imperial on Twitter. <coughs> I tried to get his binky in there, but he wouldn't turn around. I don't know. I, I, I've, I've had it with him. 
I've had it with the speculation he's coming to Cleveland. He's not. I just don't care anymore. I don't care. I like, and and I know you hate him for leaving. I, I never really have. I hate him uh, yeah. for the decision. That that's what well, I hate him for that yeah. bullshit that he did. Right. I don't I don't care that he left. That's, that's I his... care that he lied. I cared that he and his two buddies had plans two years in advance to go ahead and scan the system so they could set things up the way he wanted. I hate, I hate him for not being able to win with a team that did have pieces for him to do so. And he did exactly zero kind of advocating for the team to bring other players here. On two prior occasions, including with Stoudemire, he said, well, I'm only going to commit to Cleveland if I know you're going to be there in the next two years. And LeBron said, well, I don't know. I can't tell you that. And he kept saying, well, I'm never going to leave. I'm not going to leave. I'm not going to leave. Championship blah, to blah, blah, and blah. then the decision takes place. And he's yet to have a mea culpa for it. Oh, he just said, well, I guess I should have handled things a little differently in retrospect. Never really explaining exactly what those circumstances were. We assume it was for the decision, but he's never once apologized to Cleveland no. for acting like that. No, he went and did a, a Nike commercial two weeks later about how oh everybody's picking on him, and I guess he should just disappear, and and I guess he's just a bad guy and all that. Yeah, well, you yeah, were a like douche. A yes, I don't care that he left. I don't care that I, he decided his chances were better or whatever, I or care that he that wanted he was to go play with his bag about it. I care about the unbridled arrogance shown by the decision. Yeah. Go. Let's go on prime time. Interrupt no. everything. And I know. I said that. And I saw that, and I was sick to my stomach. From one to the next, from Gawker.com, Robert Pattinson rumored to be the new Indiana Jones. No. I guess Shia LaBeouf kind of lost out. I uh, go ahead, Voyer. I, I don't want to. <laughs> we have reached. What if by reading it I make it true? <laughs> <laughs> we have reached the beautiful zenith of absurd casting rumors. British tabloid Daily Star is reporting that Disney is considering Twilight Brooder Robert Pattinson for their new Indiana Jones franchise. If they do it, I'm burning Disney I, to the I, ground. I will, no. May we all be blessed with the vitriol this rumor being proven true will invite. All told, the Daily Star's report is beyond dubious. One Los Angeles insider said, quote, Disney is looking at its long-term options for the Indiana Jones franchise. They feel that the series has huge potential on many levels, starting with the films leading to other spinoffs like games which can generate more money than movies. Rob is top of the initial list because he has shown his acting stripes away from Twilight. <laughs> but the competition will be stiff. In, in what? Much like his in acting. What? The competition will be as stiff as his Name action. Name me T another me successful movie. Right, he's had besides Twilight. Like Water for Elephants tanked, and that's the only one I can even name that he was in. I don't even know what that is. And the only reason Twilight is succe was successful is because teen girls 13 to 17 are retarded. Yeah, well, and those god-awful books. Oh. But we can't be certain that there will be an Indiana Jones remake at some point. Disney didn't shell out to buy the rights from Paramount for nothing. You'll remember that Disney is also the reason we have to have new Star Wars movies. Bradley Cooper, oddly enough, was first rumored to take up Harrison Ford's whip and stubble and seems like a much better choice. Not rumored to be in contention for the role Shia LaBeouf, who is no longer famous. He's a douchebag. He is a douchebag. Now, he would be a good one. Michael Fassbender? I actually could see Michael Fassbender. I love Michael Fassbender. Hmm. I look. I don't want anyone to replace Harrison no, Ford, but he's going to die soon, and we no. need a new one. <laughs> yeah, but do we need a 70s. foreigner to play an American character? That's a valid point. I don't really care about that, to be honest. I don't. As long what as I can pull it off. What the hell? I just don't. Why would you even? 
That's got to be bullshit. There's no way Robert Pattinson's in the no. fucking running. No. If they are, killer, assemble your weapons. I'm shooting your spotting. <laughs> we're taking out every executive who was involved in that decision, and we're capping it with Pattinson. Wreck. What? Did you guys see what? No, I haven't heard that. Did we hear about the Jurassic Park guy getting arrested for child rape? It seems like everyone in Hollywood's raping kids anymore. I, I Ridiculous. Don't... Hugh Jackman would be a good Indiana Jones. Ooh, I hope you get no. mouth cancer. No. 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 no, 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 He's doing what he should be doing. Wolverine. He's really and, good at it. Yeah. And and hosting the Tonys. Yeah, that's what he does. <clears throat> Musicals and Wolverine. I'm fine with that. That that's his wheelhouse. Yeah, that's his wheelhouse, and he's good at it. Consumerist.com new Starbucks free drink record set with fifty four dollar sexagintuple vanilla bean mocha frappuccino. Holy crap. I could not care less about this article. It was A, I hate coffee, and B, I hate Starbucks oh, because they both coffee. have to do with hippies. I love coffee. Case in point. What did you accomplish this weekend? Maybe you opened your pool, planted a garden, or took care of some pesky errands. Not Andrew. Andrew set what is, as far as we can determine, a world record for the most expensive drink possible at Starbucks. Did we not Are do this story once before? Yeah. I, I, yeah, it sounds familiar. Tamping down the previous stone record at ah, 4730, which we've done, is the Sexa Gintuple Vanilla Bean Mocha Frappuccino at $54.75. I think it took, yeah, it says that. It took him five days to finish it. I will say this. If you have $55 to spend on a drink of coffee, then you're retarded. You should be shot, and your tax rate should be 100% because you are spending your money poorly. Hold on, hold on. Andrew didn't actually hand over that much money for his 128-ounce espresso milkshake. He's a gold (laughs) member of Starbucks Loyalty Program, which entitles him to one free drink after every 12 he buys. The free drink coupon entitles him to any drink available. Any drink? The only limits, it seems, were his imagination and what the baristas would let him get away with. They were apparently game to let him get away with a lot. So he didn't actually pay for this. He Well, no, he had to have bought enough to get up there. Yeah, well, but he had to buy 12 regular coffees. Which is $4.40. 128-ounce coffee. Yeah. For Andrew, <laughs> taste was key. He had recently watched last year's famous quadruple couple frap video, where another customer used a similar birthday coupon to assemble a 48-shot beverage with a bunch of other pricey substances in order to reach the mind-boggling $47 goal. Andrew's goal was to break that record and to brew something that's drinkable. Quote, that 4730 guy put in two bananas, a strawberry, a maca powder, Matcha. pumpkin, whatever, pumpkin spice, and lots of other things that probably don't go well together and definitely don't go well with 40 shots of espresso. His heart would explode. Well, he didn't drink it all at once. But still, Jesus. Andrew told the consumers in an email, they help raise the price, so I can't fault him for the strategy, but I didn't want to go that route. He had a secret weapon, a 120-ounce glass. So he brought his own glass in? Yeah. Here's my jug. (laughs) Here's my growler. Go ahead and fill it up with coffee. Got a five-gallon bucket. Top me off. (laughs) Well, okay, more like a vase that you could fill with marbles or river rocks and use to decorate your house, but Starbucks considered it as a a glass for their purposes, unlike the other record setter who brought in a giant fishbowl. We disqualify them from the single drink record because a bunch of uh, lattes in one fishbowl is not a single drink. Valid. (coughs) 
I'm glad that there is a governing body watching over the integrity of these records. It's, known the, it's called the consumerist. The key step for Andrew's world record run was getting the baristas on his side. He walked over the counter and laid out his goals. So this might sound a little weird, but I saw a video on YouTube where a guy orders the most expensive Starbucks drink and then murders people. I wanted to beat that record. The cashier had seen the video, and through math and teamwork, they figured out how to make a record-busting drink that would fit in his cup and break the record. See, kids, algebra is important. Stay in school. <laughs> it took a few minutes to figure out all the math, but in the end, it took about 55 shots oh, to get us over the $50 line, and we just rounded it up to 60 to make it easy, he explained to the consumerist. Everyone behind the counter seemed to be on board with the plan, and they produced a massive confection in about 10 minutes. I got to say, it was delicious, Andrew declared. His reports that he drank maybe a third of it, then put the drink away for later enjoyment. Jesus, Jesus Christ, look at that. It is a vase, dear God. Your rectum hates you. (laughs) (laughs) Can you imagine your stomach upset? I imagine it came out looking the same way it went in. The key question you're probably asking about this beverage is, will it kill me? Well, maybe. Holy shit. Starbucks doesn't publish information about how much caffeine is in a single espresso shot online. But estimates put it at about 75 milligrams per shot. If that's the case, Andrew's beverage would contain 4,500 milligrams of caffeine if made correctly. Someone's heart stops. You're, you don't need adrenaline. You just need this thing. Your heart would explode. One expert told Popular Science that, not accounting for pre-existing medical conditions, a lethal overdose of caffeine for most adults would be about 10 grams. This was 4.5. So Large doses the of the drug will still make you feel nervous and jumpy, affecting your blood pressure and heart, and you should not drink 60 shots of espresso in one sitting Ever. That put him into tachycardia. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <bull. laughs> uh, D-Warrior. I would be on the john for a week with that thing. Or more. <laughs> I'm not sure your rectum could pass that along fast enough. Dude, that would quite literally wreck your shit. <laughs> Well, you wouldn't need to have an enema. Dear God. Jesus. I got to pull up the uh, kick to the curb. You know what? We don't have a good Train of Injustice article that I saw here. Nothing here that really jumped out at me. If somebody's got one, send it in to Emperor1G at Cox.net. Remember, if it's um. just mean and sad, I'm not <laughs> going to do it. I do have a couple emails for the mailbag. Cool. So it would help if you had a few more to send in, emperorwinchy at cox.net. Oh, actually, I do have a, uh, a quick announcement. Yes. Um, D texted me. He has his exploration videos cut and edited, and he's putting them up online. They should be up uh, probably later tonight once we're done. Okay, um, It's cool. exploration video of both Gorgrond and the Iron Docks. So those will be up and linked on the website this very evening. Did we want to do Ashley Madison this week? <laughs> Um, or give it a rest. We I did could. Look. I will tell you that that's for me. It's kind of petered out. The I agree. Social experiment worked. A female will get inundated with male clients and male people trying to talk to them. And no female. A male, a good-looking one. My buddy actually made one. I oh, did he? Yes. Well, I didn't advertise because 
Uh, in the week and a half that it's been up, and it was, I mean, a legitimately put up, a 33-year-old guy, good shape, nice-looking dude, never has problems getting chicks. He had one 57-year-old woman from Lakewood contacting him. That That's is it? it. That is it. <laughs> that sounds about right. Is anyone uh, really surprised by that, though? No, not really. I'm still getting hits. It's Jesus crazy. Christ, Grind. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's been all over. You know what? I That's We had that... You know, I suppose we could always pull it up now that I remember what, what it is. Well, the kick to the curve that we were going to use. Oh, God. What was it? I can't remember what it was. All right. So we got Comcast. Okay. This is uh, this has been brewing for a while. Comcast is such a piece of shit. Yes. They're not a sponsor of ours, right? No. They're <laughs> such a piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck them. Uh, do you remember what it was? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Or did we go over this last no, time? No, we don't didn't. Remember. We didn't because um, Hulu <laughs> ABCs. Yes. Yeah, it's a coloring book. Fantastic. They just played sucked. Well, I've seen teams suck before, but they were the suckiest bunch of sucks that ever sucked. I didn't think it was physically possible, but this boat sucks and blows. I gotta imagine the Cthulhu is now in the public domain. Yeah. All right, go ahead, Lulu. Okay, this one is for Cthulhu ABCs. Uh, it was requesting fourteen thousand dollars, and they got twenty-one thousand three hundred and ninety-six. So I think it's a yeah, it's a fully illustrated hardcover ABC book completely inspired by the works of author and visionary H.P. Lovecraft because that's really what you want to give to your kids. Uh, it says tentacles on almost every page. And who doesn't like tentacles except maybe Captain Nemo? 60th pages of full color, highly detailed, insanity-inducing illustrations. And it may contain big words that you'll have to look up. 60 pages, but there's only 20, what, 6 or 24 <laughs> letters in the alphabet? 26. Yeah, so I guess we made up the next few. <laughs> Cthulhu, he can do what he wants. He can do what he wants. I mean, look at some of these pictures. It's amazing how detailed they are. I'm not going to lie. I mean, the drawings. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, as I work on the book, I will be posting updates here on Kickstarter and work-in-progress shots on my blog and Facebook so my backers can follow the book as it progresses. I also plan on doing live streams while I work and will be taking questions and explaining my process. Um, each letter will be painstakingly detailed, and each image will provide hours of entertainment. Excerpts include A, Ambling Around Arkham, Abel assesses Azathoth mm -hmm. actions. Um, B is Bayaki boy band bellows boohoo ballads. So it's kind of like a really scary version of Dr. Seuss. Yeah, it's in a lot of alliteration. Um, Dapper Deeplins just... drink Dyken daiquiris during Dagon discussions. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah, say that three times fast. Um, since discovering his work, I've been inspired by the stories of H.P. Lovecraft. The creatures and imagery have always fired up my imagination. Several years ago, while working on other projects, I had an idea for a Lovecraftian ABC book. 
After becoming a father, I realized I wanted a book just like that to read to my kids. Scare the shit out of my kids. Yeah. And I imagine that there are others out there that would love to do the same. Let's bring the mythos mythos to story time. I, I just can't see doing this for my kids. I'm sorry. It would so, scare the fuck out of he them. He far exceeded his goals, but of course anything Cthulhu and Lovecraft will obviously get oh, people yeah. to back him. So real quick, pledge a dollar more. Every little bit helps. Get you my sincere thanks and inclusion into the backers-only Kickstarter updates. Uh, $5 or more, a thanks, a Cthulhu ABC's thank you postcard. A small token of our appreciation. $30 or more gets you the book, a copy of Cthulhu's ABC's. Why am I being bothered in the middle of this? Uh, Alrighty, I'll get to that in a minute. And he had thirty. He had one hundred and fifty-three backers. But you get it signed. Cheaper than retail. You're already saving money. Fifty dollars or more. The book, some swag, and your name in lights. A copy of the Cthulhu's ABCs signed. A special Cthulhu ABCs bookmark. A ABCs thank you postcard and your name and the thank yous of the book for helping us make the book into reality. $75 or more. You know, I wish there was a way we could go back and see the ones that had succeeded to see if they actually failed in implementation. Oh, you know, that the ones that flamed cool. out after they got the money and just never panned out. Like the period panties? I'd like to see if those went anywhere. Uh, with the amount of money they gathered. I mean, they had three hundred grand in the bank. I've yeah. got to imagine they succeeded. $75 or more. The book, some swag, your name in the lights, an original sketch, a copy of the Cthulhu ABCs, signed a special Cthulhu ABC bookmark, uh, the thank you postcard, your name and the thank you in the book, and an original sketch of Cthulhu himself inside the cover of the book. Plus, any stretch goal rewards we may hit will be added to the pledge above. A hundred dollars or more. Retailer's option. Please verify that you have a shop or company to claim this pledge level. Five copies of the book and your name in the thank you section for sale. Plus, any stretch goals and awards we get. $250 or more. The books, swag, sketch, etc. Copy the book, copy the ABC, copy the postcard, your name in the thank you section. Plus you, yes you, get to be immortalized by having yourself drawn in the book. I will work with you to get your best likeness in the book. Pretty awesome. Uh, by popular demand, 275 or more, limited to 10. There were two left. The book, swag, name and lights, sketch, yourself in the book. A copy of the book signed, a copy of the bookmark, a thank you postcard, your name in the thank you section of the book. Plus, you, yes, you, will be immortalized having yourself drawn in the book. I uh, will, isn't the same thing? That, no, yeah, the one okay. was the inside cover, and Got this it. one's actually going to be in one I of the I will work, you, work with you to get your best likeness in the book. Pretty awesome. And that, and $18 to ship outside the U.S. for a book. Jesus. Very interesting. I'm glad to see it got uh, funded. I'm all about education. I, I can't imagine saying those things, though. I mean, my it would just trip. I can't do that. You're being <sighs> challenged, Vyar. Yeah, we got to read that one. But is it something that you can do? Wha, wha, whoa. I can, but why the hell would I? What Look at the that. hell? <laughs> Holy shit. Ah! Love at first paycheck? No. 
No. No. You no. refuse to defend I that? I refuse to defend That's that. That's just. I said, ew. Okay, how about here's, this? Here's the thing. Garyan, I appreciate the fact that you're trying, bud, but you're missing the point. Yeah. You're going for weird. We're weird going. Isn't what it's at. No. Exactly. What do you, are you going for then? Well, he's going for like weird to the level of creepy. Man busted for trying to have sex with an ATM. Possibly. You That's one you're willing to consider. Uh, kind of, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I, not I the just... 30-year-old fucking the 9-year-old, but the guy fucking the ATM. Yeah. It's, they're both going for money. <laughs> if you think about it. Ew. Yeah, but ew. Just all kinds of ew. Well, that's what we do here. Money and power are aphrodisiacs. Indiana doctor allegedly traded drugs for sex. This is not news. Why? Let's see where this one goes. Yeah. The smoking gun. Cops suspect also sought to uh, tryst with picnic cable. <laughs> All right. Now I'm out. Jesus Christ. What? Look you at gotta, that you, guy. You get, you, <laughs> you've defended worse than this. You, you'll, you'll think about I'm, him when I'm he's just, just fucking right. an ATM. A but train of injustice. You defended a guy who happen. fucks sheep It's and not cows. science. There's not some formula. All right? It just has to. It's magic. It's, you know, it's. <laughs> It's all the right ingredients coming together. It's like a souffle. This has everything he's fucking. Picnic tables, ATMs. What the hell is that? He looks like some weirdo. What? That's the, Michael Moore. No, under. Cops plea in queef beef case? <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> what the hell is that? <laughs> Bus 16 cops plea in queef beef case. Student hit boy who laughed when she expelled wind. <laughs> a female high school student pleaded guilty this afternoon for striking a younger pupil who, quote, began to laugh and chuckle when she, quote, expelled wind from her vulva. <laughs> her vulva? You yes. have a hard time with that word, do <laughs> I you? I just got to think of the car. It makes so much sense now. While having sex in the back of a Pennsylvania school bus. Okay, well, Was she's she having sex in... a 13-year-old? She's having sex... In public. <laughs> the bizarre January incident resulted in police citing the 18-year-old for harassing the victim, a 13-year-old boy who was allegedly elbowed in the testicles by the older student. The confirmation occurred as a school bus traveled in an Armstrong County township about 50 miles out of Pittsburgh. Of course! The incident was described in a graphic yet succinct Pennsylvania State Police report authored by Trooper Brad Jordan. Quote, ah. both the victim and the accused were riding the school bus. The accused expelled wind from her vulva during coitus while in the back of the word? bus. You don't know the word vulva? I, I eh, always true. something different. You don't need to. <laughs> the victim, Jordan noted, began to laugh and chuckle at the accused for her actions. At that point, the accused approached the victim and elbowed him in the testicles. Well, he should have been minding his own fucking business. Well, she shouldn't have been having (laughs) sex in the back of a school bus. Listen, those little bench seats, they're like walls, all right? There's an expectation of privacy. That's true. What are you, Japan? If you're all in the same room, got that little... (laughs) I can hear and see what you're doing through the paper mache wall, but I'm going to ignore it. Right. You pretend it's not there. The victim, Jordan... Okay. As previously reported, it seems that Jordan relied on the Urban Dictionary... For a definition of queef. (laughs) In a January interview, the trooper said that on second thought, his report was too explicit in terms of terminology and language. In fact, state police brass were so embarrassed by the report's content, 
They subsequently issued a sanitized version of the document and asked local media outlets to please disregard the original report. <laughs> Amazing. During a magistrate uh, district court hearing today, the student pleaded guilty to the harassment count, according to records that indicate that a judge waived fines imposed when she copped to the charge. The young woman and her partner were not charged in connection with the reported bus sex. The student will not be identified by name in these papers because nobody needs to be linked with the nickname Teen Laquifa, which was coined by one Facebook guy. Phenomenal. I don't even need to do anything. My work here is done. Teen Laquifa. Jesus. <laughs> All right. Here we go. They're going to keep at it until they get you something. Man's penis mistaken for a bag of vegetables for the cops. <laughs> Only from the Huffington Post, ladies and gentlemen. And this is where all you people want to go to get your liberal news. A Florida man is accused of covering his exposed penis with a plastic bag and rubbing against uh. an unsuspecting woman at a farmer's market. All right. Well, that one's obviously retarded. Luis Gonzaga, <laughs> 77, was arrested Wednesday... Well, he's 77. He just wanted somebody to At the Volusia to County Fairgrounds in Florida. A witness told police that around 9.30 a.m. she saw Gonzaga expose himself, cover up his genitals with a plastic bag, then removed it after getting in line behind a woman. The woman said she felt what she assumed was a bag of produce touch her twice from behind, according to the Sentinel. Why, because the produce wanted to come up and be friends? How the fuck does that work? <laughs> I'm just standing in line. Oh, hey, cucumber, where'd you come from? Oh, what's up, squash? Go ahead, hop in the basket. What the hell? When the witness shouted to alert the woman of what was happening, Gonzaga allegedly tried to run away, but other shoppers stopped him and held him until law enforcement arrived. Gonzaga allegedly denied the accusation, saying that he is impotent. So did, that doesn't reported. mean he can't unzip his pants and he show his He was charged dick? with lewd or lascivious, lascivious. lascivious exhibition, indecent exposure, and battery. <laughs> battery? That must be one giant dick. <laughs> oh, Good God. God. I don't know who to defend here. <laughs> I mean, the guy obviously just needs a friend. It's like when you're at work and the guy calls in and starts talking about his kid because it's obvious his wife hasn't cared in 20 years. None of his friends are still around. He just wants someone to talk to. What the hell was that about Japanese penis festival? It's Japan. Is anything I, about I that surprising? Bad. I'm afraid to even look. <laughs> <laughs> She's riding a giant penis. Well, that's what most women do. Yes, but... That's, that's... Japan. Okay. Look, we got only ourselves to blame for this one. We're the one who exposed all the radiation. That's we true. did that. <laughs> we, that's, that is our fault. We're the ones that dropped them. You know, they were all samurais and ninjas and pretty strict uh, until we, you know, dropped them. Now it's panties in a vending machine kind of thing. Well, Nef you know, wait, we wait. can't win the war, so we may as well have some fun. Never say I kill white people like you when asked to turn off your phone post takeoff? On a plane? Yeah, that seems Why the fuck would you even say that? Kentucky man wearing marijuana-themed T-shirt busted on marijuana trafficking charge. Surprise! <laughs> <laughs> oh, you God. You know what? Here's what we're going to do. To get these guys back on track, I am going to find next week's Train of Injustice article okay. so that I can show them what to be looking for. 
you think after all these weeks they'd have a good idea. Well, you, you would think, but, like, okay, again, they seem to be going for, like, weird or over the top, you know? Uh, what is with the genital that's, stuff? That's Brand my channel. point. That's, that's, exactly what you, my that's point. just what came up. I, no, no, no. That, but that's what they're sending in, too. Well, yeah. sending in a, This is my thing. Like, missing a lot of the articles we get. <laughs> uh, guy whips his dick out. Oh, again? Awesome. How many times am I supposed to yeah, do this? How many you remember t- the cop that shot the squirrel? That yes. was That's gold. what we want. That's what I'm looking for. I don't want weird. I just want different and strange. Or the dude that shoved his girlfriend down the uh, manhole cover. Yeah. Strange. strange. That was China. That one was pretty easy. Mm. Or the mind rape people. It's not yeah, rape and genitals. It's the crazy. Yeah. That's what was fun. You guys should try out the Florida, Germany, or Japan game. When you had these crazy articles, you have to guess whether it's from Florida, J- Germany, or Japan. There's a couple. <laughs> that sounds like a really There's hard a couple game. radio shows around here that do that. That's why I haven't. That sounds like a tricky game. <laughs> Florida sucks, and then it's a Florida story about something weird in Florida. Old people, Florida. If it's poop, it's Germany. If it's tentacle rape, it's Japan. Outside that, I got nothing. All right, let's hit up the mailbag here real quick. Get that out of the way. As we're approaching the 10 o'clock hour. God, this is showing pretty quick, didn't it? Yeah. We're not even going to take our second break. Um... The post office delivered your hate mail to the house again. Anything worth looking at? No, just the usual death threats, letter bombs, and human feces. You always make it sound worse than it is. How do you know it's human feces? How do you know it's human feces? As always, send your questions, comments, opinions to emperor1g at cox.net. Okay, I don't know why that's there or why that's there, but they can go away. Because you only opened them. You didn't delete them <coughs> earlier. All right. The first three are from Gorion, who sends in a bunch of articles. See if any of these would work. Well, we did the one about Indiana Jones. Uh, they actually fell for those penis enlargement ads. Man comes short buying 100 penis enlargement pills online. Gets sent five magnifying glass warning, do not use sunlight. All right, that's kind of funny. Uh, if what this article alleges is true, it's no surprise that we, he was invited to the White House. Bo Bergdahl. Yeah. Uh, all right, so what was it, this one? I think we hit all these. Yeah. I think it was this one. We yeah, got. we didn't do that. No, Out of Malaysia. <coughs> All right. Deleting, continuing on. Hail Emperor, redheaded slugger, and future island tycoon. Emp, I ran across this article on Yahoo on my way to watch some more uh, Warlords of Denor Alpha streaming and immediately thought of Varyar. While he would not own this island, it might give him some good experience managing an island before he buys his dream digs. Somewhere in the South Pacific or Atlantic. Nah, it's cool. I've been playing Tropico. I'm good to go. Pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah, I figure. Fort Fort Ruler. Ruler. A hospitality company is looking for applications for the job of Fort Ruler at No Man's Land Fort in the middle of the sea. Located between the island of Whites and the English coast. A hospitality company is wow. For applicants for the Wait, job I'd actually get, what, I'd no rule that? Yeah. I guess. <laughs> That's hilarious. Between the Isle of White and the English coast, it's no like a little, it's like one of those, uh, what was that libertarian idea where they took the, the sea, the sea land yeah, yeah. or whatever? Yeah, sea land. Yeah. That's how we got our idea for the micronation. Right. Now the 60-foot tall, 200-foot-long island that sits a mile out to sea and can only be reached by boat or So it's about a mile off the sea. To become a luxury hotel. Wow. They're making a luxury hotel. And I can be in charge? 
God, yeah. Awesome. Although it's an English channel, so the weather's always going to blow. Yeah, that's true. But I'd be inside in my fort. Amp, I figured if anyone would appreciate it, it would be you when LeBron James sits out a game due to a leg cramp. Gatorade knows just how to rub it in. And this was funny. Uh, Let's see. Hey, Gatorade, where's all your sports science magic preventing cramps and your number one client? From Gatorade, the person cramping wasn't our client. Our athletes can take the heat. Where were you when LeBron needed you, says another person tweeting. We were waiting on the sidelines, but he prefers to drink something else. All right, that's funny as hell. (laughs) (laughs) There's a chick saying, oh, I got cramps, and then a picture of LeBron at the bottom saying, yeah, girl, I know. We play the cramps all the time. WNBA. And they're there helping him off. Good Lord. I love it. Oh, Gatorade. Of course, then they had to apologize later, saying, although they didn't delete their tweets, they did apologize, saying, we have a good relationship with the Miami Heat, and we wouldn't oh, blah, blah, want anybody being mad at us. All right. The spiritual successor to Altman Lions, player versus player. A name we haven't heard in a while. Emp, joystick here. You mentioned on last week's show that the PvP you love from Altman Line is gone in the modern MMO. Well, I've been playing the Alpha for a game that has just that, called Arcage. Well, here's the problem. It's not that other people haven't tried it. It's the fact that they've never done it well and it never caught on. See, when it comes to MMOs, people are more interested in trying to kill monsters who are flying in concentric circles all day, waiting for you to come and slaughter them. I prefer pitting myself against other people's skills. That's me. Back to the letter. Now, I know you're over MMO games, but I still thought it would be good to let you know that there is a game like that out there. Uh, Arch Age is a sandbox MMO where the main focus is crafting and PvP, and by that I mean if you don't like to craft, then you can murder and steal to gift those items. In the game, you can create uh, trade packs that you have to carry in your back. What the hell? Xbox on. So, Hang on, something's running a commercial. Right there. Yeah, Xbox, kiss my ass. All right. <clears throat> In the game, you can create trade packs. Oh, yes. Uma Moore says that we're hearing sound coming from your end. All your sounders have echoes, and any video you watch, we're hearing. Uh, easily fixed. I didn't even think that was on there. Okay. Thank you. Although you thought that would have popped up earlier, but not whichever. In the game, you were uh, able to create trade packs that you have to carry in your back and walk to any town to collect a special currency used to buy plans for houses, boats, castles, siege weapons, or anything else you may need to build your pirate empire. But the catch is that the further and more hostile the city you deliver the pack to, the more currency you get. Add to that the fact that people will try to kill you for your pack and deliver it themselves, saving them time and money it takes to make said pack, and you get what Ultima had. No, I'm pretty sure that Ultima didn't have any kind of uh, bloodletting PvP between UPS and FedEx, which is what you're describing. <laughs> Nobody thinks about the post office. They've got too many people, but you think they'd win a war of attrition. But since they're all union, they don't fight. The game economy is created by players making farming and crafting companies uh, that trade all the raw materials in the game, 
pirates trying to steal those materials for their own gain, and mercenaries that are paid by the company to protect caravan and trade galleons. Yes, most of the piracy takes place in the ocean, which is completely free for all, and players roam free to try and grief, pillage, and scam everyone they see. These are already stories and videos of people in the Alpha doing crazy stunts, like swarming a uh, developer trade galleon that was testing trade routes. They used small ships with harpoons to tow the mast of the galleon, capsizing and sinking it. The game uses Crytek Engine 3, so the boats have real physics and mass, and also things look pretty. In this game, uprooting someone else's crops is a bigger crime than assassinating an entire merchant convoy and taking their shit. So it's one part PvP, one part Farmville. <laughs> there are many other features in the game, but I just wanted to talk about the things that made me get into MMOs and what made you love Ultima. Greetings from Joystick. It looks like the game is still... I pulled it up. Yeah. Uh, it looks like the game is still in beta. I tell you what, Joystick, if you can get me a key or something for that, toss it to me. I'll take a look at it. I'll give it a run. I missed the uh, <coughs> the time <coughs> of playing Ultima Online. It's been a while. Remember I sent that to you? Yep. I sent it to Mike. Uh, Jesus. Look at how much he's changed. Yeah. Shoot your eye out, kid. <laughs> Those are my glasses. Okay. Uh, there's oh. Ryan's pick. Yeah, that's from last week. But you weren't here, so. So I think we've now caught up with yep. all of the mailbox for this week. Looks like. At least the ones I'm allowed to read. There's some stuff in here from the alpha, but I can't, you know, read that. Is that uh, ah. is that what Fire's looking why for? Why does it have it says to have vagina, vagina right in the name? And dude. it says weird sex. It doesn't need to be about sex. There's only so many vagina oh, wait, and dick jokes I wait, can make. That one might work. What? Guy transforms apartment into an arcade. Fiance promptly dumps him. As uh, she just mentioned, the guy tra- transforms his apartment into an arcade. Fancy dumps him. Chris Kulurius spent $26,000... Please fix that. $26,000 converting his apartment into an arcade, complete with candy dispensers and a physical high score list. Dude, that's a Christmas gift for the family. Look, Look at, at that. this. That's a, that's a work of art. That is fucking awesome. And she dumped him? What the fuck is wrong with her? He, she was, he was with the wrong... majestic. He was with the wrong girl. I don't know if he's allowed to do... I mean, I guess the... Maybe he's got to deal with the landlord. You can come over and play whatever time you want. That is majestic. <laughs> uh, I mean, he's got a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles bedspread. He's got several cabinet games on the back corner. He's got Miss Pac-Man. The four-player Miss Pac's. Uh, I mean, what is this? I don't know. It's four-player something here to the right. Maybe it's in the... There's another couple of arcade games, uh, and these are old cabinet games on the left side of the room. It's got really weird square-colored carpeting. That's it's awesome. There. Yeah. That looks amazing. Uh, he finally realized a fantasy when he converted his apartment into an arcade. Unfortunately, that really cost him his fiance. As reported by the New York Daily News, the 37-year-old Kulurius, Kulurius yeah. decided to sell his furniture, including his bed, in order to spend $26,000 transforming his apartment into an arcade that consists of games like Pac-Man, Punch-Out!, and Street Fighter 2. He did this after unsuccessfully trying to sell his Manhattan apartment, 
when he moved into his fiancée's apartment in Brooklyn. He began to feel uncomfortable living with her and her things, and after reading the Ernest Klein sci-fi novel <laughs> Ready Player One, he had an epiphany of sorts. I'm sorry, hold on. This isn't a train of injustice. This is actual real bullshit. He didn't, it's not like he turned her apartment in. He tried to sell his. It didn't cost her anything. He financed it all by selling his old stuff. She wanted him to move in. We all know that. All right? The woman is the one that wants to move in. Yes. The man almost Let's take a relationship to the next level. Speaking of levels, I have several I have to go up. Yeah. (laughs) He, He tried to sell it. He couldn't. Yeah. So he turned it into something awesome. Now he can make some oh money off of it. Oh, my God. That what a There will be kids going in there all the time. That is fun. Playing Even throwback games. That, it's, a, it's a work of art. That's beautiful. So he, he read Ready Player One, which, by the way, was sent to me by a listener. Fantastic read. Yeah, you still Very have good it book. to me. I, actually, I'm not sure what happened to it. I think it's out in my... Uh, in your book cabinet? Yeah, unfortunately. I can't you find it. It's Street Fighter 2. Yeah. That's the, the big one. The, yeah. That's the championship edition, isn't it? Yeah. That's amazing. What's that? What's yeah, it? it says champion edition. <coughs> yeah, it does. Galaga. How fucking awesome. Plus, he's got all kinds of, of cool of decorations. Is that Kong? Double, I see Double Donkey Dragon. Kong? I see Marvel. His electric bill's got to suck. I don't care. The don't book care. just blew care. me away, he said. It awakened something in me, and I started thinking that I can't believe I'm not surrounded by all these things that I grew up loving. In the process of creating an apartment filled with not just arcade games, but Transformers action figures, a futon with Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles blankets, candy dispensers, and a high scoreboard, he has his fiance decided to leave him. Uh, Kuluris, who is a senior vice president of PR company Weber Shanwick. All right. So what the he hell? didn't spend a dollar of her money. He moved in after she nagged him enough. And he and has a great job. successful. And oh my God, what a bitch. She probably wanted to turn it into one of those stupid bear workshops or a craft room <laughs> or something moronic like that. A wrapping he paper room. He turned it room. into something majestic <laughs> and amazing that could spread joy not only to himself, but the entire neighborhood. Oh, Selfish. Now that my fiancé and I are no longer together, it's hard to enjoy the room as much as I want to. I always end up thinking about her. I feel like you would enjoy it more since she's obviously not worth it. Should you be in the area and want to check out the arcade for yourself, Kouloris has has an email address, bedroomarcadenyc at gmail.com, that you can email to express your interest. I want to be best friends with this guy. I know. That's so fucking awesome. (gasps) I always said if I ever got rich, two things I would do is, one... I would make up my own arcade by stocking it full of as many of the old games as I could. And two, all your friends have make to a love live company. in well, well, yeah, I said it well, it depends on if I if I want a lot of money, I would just buy an entire section of neighborhood and, all and just your move friends everybody live in. There. Yeah. Everybody gets a house. This is now my part of the neighborhood. And you own your own empire. Buy one lot or own own island. But that's okay. already well established. Malaysian man comes up short after buying 100 pounds uh, sterling of penis and larger online, which turns out to be a five-pound <laughs> magnifying glass. All right. That's crafty as fuck. You're not even allowed to get mad at that scam. How are you going to challenge that charge? Uh, hi, American Express? Yeah, I'd like to challenge a purchase I made. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the one that says penis and larger. Yeah, dick's still really small. Still really small. They sent me a magnifying glass. That's how hard it is to find it. Uh, Hello? Doesn't Jim Gaffigan have a 
a bit on that? Yes, but yeah. no one listens to Jim Gaffigan. A oh, vain Malaysian man who ordered a penis enlarger online was stunned when the device was delivered a magnifying glass. To add <laughs> insult to injury, the magnifying glass came with instructions that would at least prevent the man from causing injury to himself. It read, do not use in sunlight. <laughs> the victim of the elaborate scam, which cost him the equivalent of $100 American or a five, for a $5 magnifying glass, has name, was named only as Ong. The chairman of Malaysia's Customer Complaints Bureau, Mr. Sari Michael Chong, told, naturally they're Asians, as you can imagine, he is feeling rather disgruntled. Well, they have small dicks. He needed it. <laughs> oh, your penis is so small. The deflated and embarrassed customer was, has not come forward to reveal who he ordered the penis enlarger from. Buddy, I would shut my mouth and said, lesson learned. <laughs> exactly. Like I'll shut your damn mouth. Well played, scammer. Well played. At least you only blew 100. <laughs> the unfortunate gentleman is just one of many who have fallen victim to these kinds of misleading scams. Men and women are equally vulnerable to these scams. Three people lost a total of more than $15,000 to these scams this year alone. Online tricksters, he said, lure their victims by selling their products at a low price, and very often the items never get to their customers. It is especially hard if there is no proof of purchase, such as receipts. We wouldn't know who to sue or where to sue them. So I guess they're not using credit cards. Maybe it's a mail-by-order, a cash-on-delivery type thing. Or, you know, if they're smart, <laughs> they could just set up dummy companies and kill yeah. the credit cards. Which is probably what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Ong, as in W-R, Ong? How long is this one? Well. It's after 10. Yeah. <clears throat> no, we got to wrap this thing up. Um, Save it for next week? Yeah. Because yeah. there's but, actually a related one that I know about that we can bring up for that, too. Although we're, okay. we've been saving it from last week, too. But, yeah. <laughs> Just a matter of time, folks. I gotta work both jobs tomorrow, and I can I don't work from home on Mondays anymore, so it makes a big difference. All right, folks. Programming notes: I will be broadcasting, um, streaming throughout the week. I'll probably do it again next Tuesday night. This coming Tuesday, Warlords of Draenor, the Alpha Test for the World of Warcraft expansion. I highly encourage you to watch it. Uh, set it up for twitch.tv backslash Emperor's Court, as well as, I believe, the Rivalcast Media uh, Twitch channel has been streaming. Yep. I know the WoW Uncensored guys got their uh, invites, so they've been doing it yeah. a lot more than I have. So definitely check it out. Right now is a great time to get to rivalcastmedia.com. Once I've got enough experience built in to look for an article or two from me, I imagine the WoW Uncensored guys will be doing the same. Yep. If we can get you, Varyar, involved. Uh, also keep an eye towards YouTube when the uh, when the videos are all done and edited and put up there. Actually, the first two just went up. They're on the front page of the website, rivalcastmedia.com. The links are there. Um, it is de-exploring Gorgrond and de-exploring the Iron Docks. They're both pretty cool. Um, they're areas that are currently off limits, so it's something you're probably not going to see from a ton of other streamers. Um, because all of that stuff is still being created. And like I said, it took him like four or five hours to figure out how to get over there without having Blizzard dump him back in the original. Uh, That's dedication. I don't know if I'd have the patience Exclusive to do all that. Exclusive content, people. I don't know that I would have the patience to do that. But more props to them. 
I want to thank uh, our show contributors, that being Ryan and Susanna, who sent in the majority of articles today. Uh, Kalilu is back as our IRC rep, although I did not see her in here this evening, so I guess she took the night off. I saw her earlier. She was in there for a little while. But okay, she maybe she has something else going on. Maybe there's a... Uh... She said she had a family thing. Oh, okay. She sent me a text a, a little bit ago. But uh, she has been uh, has resumed her duties as the IRC rep. So thanks to all who contributed, and thanks to you for listening, folks. If it was not for you, we would not be doing this. Don't forget to join us on our social media, Emperor's Court on Twitter, which we've been using, especially with the uh, Warlord of Janor drop. Also on Facebook, same thing, Emperor's Court. Please remember all the great shows on the station. Also, don't forget to uh, patronize our sponsor, Trinity Games, the voice-over internet company that can provide you everything you need for Ventrilo or TeamSpeak, whatever your guild or clan requires for your online game dominance. The more you pay them, the more we get. Don't forget the Amazon widget on the front page. Uh, it does not add anything to your purchase, but we get a cut of it, which also always helps to run the station slash line Varyar's pockets. <laughs> Is there anything going on next week? Any reason why we would not be on the air? I cannot think of anything else. No. Nope. The only thing I have going on is tomorrow and good day. A happy anniversary to Mystic Mim. Our anniversary, our wedding anniversary was this past Thursday. Four years. Although we've been together 15 coming up this October. And Lulu enjoys her freedom officially tomorrow. Yep. Yay. 10.30 a.m., people. I didn't buy a cake. I probably should have, but I didn't. That's all right. You gave me a That's my divorce. That's true. That's uh, divorce yeah. present. Here's your divorce present. Here. Learn how to play catch. <laughs> all right, folks. Uh, once we start returning to normal and the rest of us are actually feeling up the far because all three of us are under the weather, we'll get back with Warp the Court and Tram and Justice and the rest of it. It's just we're just kind of limping along, trying to make sure content keeps rolling out for your general enjoyment. Questions, comments, opinions, folks, anything else we missed? Nope, I think everything. You hit it. Nope. As far as what we learned today? Uh, ABCs are of Cthulhu. Pretty cool. I am going to find an example train of Justice articles yes. to get this thing back on track. Yes. Uh, we learned that a gentleman had a vision. A vision that all men have to turn his apartment into an arcade. Oh, and that was beautiful. And rather than having support from the woman he loved, the person that he was expecting to spend the rest of his life with. She bailed. She bailed. What a bitch. You know what? For no. better or worse, and she chose better and bailed. If you're going to... Here's kind of the silver lining in that whole thing, though. He can if enjoy gonna, it all yeah. he wants. If you're going to find out... That your quote-unquote significant other is a fun-sucking hag. Better to do it before you shell out for the wedding than, you know, five before, years in. Not to mention, you. if you've got the arcade, think of how many 14, 15-year-old poon you're going to be pulling to come in to play those games. What? I was thinking the joke, but I didn't have the balls to say it. <laughs> I'm saying you develop them. Yeah, you, wait, you know, Get them young, raise them right. Yeah. It's John Ringo thing. We're 16. What are you going to do with them? Minor uh, leagues. Yeah. <laughs> right. There you go. You're 18, and welcome to the show. Oh, <laughs> same what? game, but the pitching's a lot harder. Oh, my oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> do I have to play catcher? Yes, you do. And with that, we got on some kind of watch list. So and good night, everybody. All right, folks. Bad manners are better than no manners at all. And breast wishes. Fuck you. Fuck you. Fuck you. You're cool. 
Fuck you, I'm out. That was wonderful. Bravo. I loved that. That was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad.